Dudes, dogs, dude dogs, woof, 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 woof. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with the situation that has been happening with my co-anchor, former best friend, (laughs) Scott Henson. The man has been all over social media using inappropriate language, hurtful to many, hurtful to other people. Uh, everything that Scott has said and done in the past, uh, absolutely 100% represents everything this podcast stands for. That's correct. Everything I stand for. Yes. And I will fight for him till the day I die. Uh, he has been slandered. He has maligned. Been, he has been maligned. He has been taken out back and taken advantage of. I, I've Things been, have been put inside of him. He I, does not want. I've been pushed down by a large man, <laughs> raped. <laughs> he has been held down with a sock in his mouth. I've been made to wear a dress <laughs> and dance. His name is now Sally. <laughs> However. Despite all these awful things happening to Scott, <laughs> we will continue on doing a podcast that we hate, <laughs> saying anything and everything we want, and not giving a fuck about what other people think of us. We press on unabated. We, you know, we try not to get political on this show. You know, we, we try to keep it lighthearted and fun for Trump, the, you know, it's a family show. Trump 2020. Trump t- <laughs> Sorry, I did it again. Nader, Nader 2020. Nader 2020. I, I, I am on board with Ralph Nader coming back, making a, what was it, a fourth run at running for president? 20 years later, I will ruin the election again. <laughs> How many times did he run? 20 years later, I will be indirectly responsible <laughs> for, for 9-11. <laughs> Ah, Ralph, how do you, how do you live with yourself? How do you sleep, Ralph? How, who do you think you are? (laughs) Um, yeah, we try not to get political, but I mean, I, I feel like both Scott, myself, and various other celebrity guests have said some things on this podcast that people might find offensive, and if you are offended by any of those things, uh, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> Just know that you're, Scott and I both hate you. You think you're a gay wad? <laughs> you're a carpet muncher. <laughs> you're a homo. Are we doing homo again? <laughs> We're bringing it back for the white man. <laughs> um, listen, if you get offended by something, you don't like it, then uh, here's a little piece of advice. Uh, d- don't listen. Shut up. <laughs> don't listen. Leave. Hey, how about Just this? Just don't come back. How about this? Shut up. <laughs> Look, you're going to hear a lot and see a lot of the hashtag cancel Scott Hansen. Which drew, to be fair, I started. Which Drew started. I started cancel, hashtag cancel Scott Hansen. But it was it wasn't. In the in a attempt to get him off this podcast, off of live streams he does, <laughs> off of other such media speakings, uh, it was more just to get him canceled as a human being. I want somebody to John Wilkes Booth him, and that's what the hashtag was about. Abraham Lincoln, the original canceling. The now I thought you were trying to get me canceled from everything except this podcast, so you could have me all to yourself. I, I hate to be the bear of Is bad news. Is there any news. truth to that? I hate to be a bear who gives you bad news. <laughs> oh, not a bad news bear. A bad news bear. Uh, I already have you all to myself. <laughs> oh, no. We are locked Anytime in your room. Anytime I want. We are locked in your room. Why does your room lock from the outside? 
Uh, for me outside. Yeah. So that I also can't get out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've tra- I've trapped both of us in here with no way this out. This way, even if... Also, why doesn't your room have windows? And why is there soundproofing on all of the walls and windows? <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love if all your walls were covered <laughs> in ink cartons. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is just so that the government can't listen into what I'm doing. Uh, as I constantly watch the movie... Uh, conspiracy theory starring Mel Gibson. Oh, that was good. He had a run of, like, three interesting movies. Ransom. Ransom, Payback, Back Conspiracy theory. theory. Yeah. Yeah, real real heavy hitters in that late 90s uh, yeah, late genre, 90s. you know? Yeah. Uh, P.S. I own all three of those movies. Yeah, I was just looking... Do you already yeah. have... <laughs> If you're okay. asking about Hobbs and Shaw, no, I have. I, Hobbs and Shaw. I wasn't even asking about Hobbs and Shaw, but I think it is as recent, maybe more recent than Hobbs and Shaw. I was gonna say, do you already have Stuber on Blu-ray? Oh, of course I do. Wow, Dave Bautista, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, those are two things I like a lot. <laughs> also, written by the guy who did the Goon movies, which I also really like. So, right. guess what? That movie was made for this guy. Fair enough. But also, Shobbs and Haw was made for this guy too. And Shaw and Hobbs was made for me and only me, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. And I, I see one above Hobbs and Shaw in the stack. Yeah. Uh, a movie that, when you went to see at the theater, thought it would be bad, saw it, thought it was bad, and then purchased on Blu-ray. When it's Guillermo del Toro. I can't not support the team. He didn't. He's my father. What did he do on the movie? What did he, he wrote? He executive produced produce it? He wrote. He produced. He was on set. He was around. He uh, he didn't get me too'd because he's too much of a fat nerd to get me too'd. Yep. And you know, to me, that's enough to declare him a, a hero, and uh, he deserves your respect. An ally because he is too much of a wimp to get me too'd. I mean, unlike and also he won Jeff Goldblum. Also, he won an Oscar making a Yif movie. <laughs> yeah, what's your problem with him then? You I should don't... be supportive of this. I don't know. I just, I, I just heard it was a bad movie. <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious to you that I have no standards. <laughs> After this podcast, we are watching The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> no. We, I, uh, I, that, one, that one, I know you have, like, all the movies. <laughs> the Good Dinosaur still caught me off guard when I saw it in the stacks. It's a fun movie. It is a fun movie. I don't know if that's true. Isn't it widely regarded as, like, by far the worst Pixar movie? But, like... Like, isn't it, like, worse than Cars 3? Is it Cars 3? I don't know. There could be. You don't... You can't prove there's not. Burden of proof is on the prosecution. I'm I'm the prosecution? I have decided you are. Shouldn't... You can't prove that you're not the prosecution. But shouldn't I be the defendant? You would think so. There is, in fact, a Cars 3. We did it. And you know what? It's better than The Good Dinosaur. Ooh, I don't know about that. Cars 3? Yeah. What about both Planes movies? Planes, Fire, and Rescue? Yeah. The sequel? Voiced by... Who is the lead? Oh, I thought they were voiced by... Actual Actual Planes? (laughs) No, it was uh, star of screen and stage, Dane Cook. Oh! Is the lead in those movies. That's where Dane Cook's brother is getting his money these days. <laughs> Who's Dane Cook's brother? Didn't he steal... No, lawyer? Who stole all of Dane Cook's money? Somebody stole all of Dane Cook's money? Yeah. I just assumed people realized he was kind of a piece of shit, and they stopped giving him things. No, someone stole all his uh... money. Agent? Lawyer? Brother? I don't know. Look it up. 
I'll, I'll don't tell me what to do. Look up who stole who stole Dane Cook's money, and also let's make a movie called that. Do you want me to just Google who stole? Literally Dane Google money? who stole Dane Cook's money. The answer the answer will be there, and it may surprise you. While you're doing that, I'd like to give a shout out to our official sponsor of the podcast today, uh, Voss Sparkling Water Tangerine Lemongrass flavor. It is really doing me justice right now. <laughs> We're going back and get more before they get rid of it like they did uh, uh, Pineapple be- Before Crush. I could even get Pineapple Crush? Yeah, Fuck. Pineapple that Crush. was that was a real blink and you'll miss it. Uh, it was his half-brother. Half-brother. Daryl Cook. Daryl Cook. Who was his business manager. Oh, manager uh, slash brother. Manager okay. slash half-brother. And him and his wife embezzled millions My of dollars. My wife. <laughs> Guys. Uh, they were both convicted and sent to, sentenced to prison yep. in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dane Cook started dating a girl who was 26 years younger than her, than him. Going the Seinfeld route. Uh, yeah, you know, he, 26 years younger means she's 21. And he's 47. He's 47. Tight move. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That really is Seinfeld. Man, Jerry Seinfeld existed in the exact right time to fuck a child with no one caring. Yes. Like right on the cusp. Yeah. You know, it was a, it was a real uh, blink, and it's too late. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blink, and you're spending many years in prison. Yeah, he was living on the edge, and I respect that. Uh, I mean, he he get he gets it. Yeah, date younger, much younger. <laughs> you know, yeah. set a goal and aim for it. Don't settle for anything else. Speaking of dating much younger, the what brought up the whole hashtag cancel Scott Henson was the fact that for the last week. In a YouTube comment thread, and if anyone wants to see it, I believe it's the thread on uh, Catherine Full Body Part 7. Catherine with a C. Uh, the, the playthrough of that that we've been doing. And I don't know. I, I honestly don't even know what the joke I made was because... You're making bangers all the time. Because everything's I'm, so funny. I am pumping out bangers for ten straight hours and I don't know... High on poppers. <laughs> so you don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, whacked on poppers and whippets. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's what, but I Up made is down <laughs> down is backwards in is out in and, and out. in and out. <laughs> I'm gonna I made what I'm gonna say was probably a pretty funny pedophilia joke, and as most are as most are, and then some dude in the comment thread was like didn't only say like if he had just said like I don't like that joke. And it wasn't funny. I don't think I even would have responded. But, like, he basically said no one should be allowed to make jokes about that subject. And that's that's what I took umbrage with. Because I think you should be able to make jokes about any subject. They may not all land, but that doesn't mean they should be banned. You should be able to get in there and keep on swinging, and eventually there'll be a funny Holocaust joke. Because that's never existed before? Well, it certainly has, but, like, with with anything. Like, there'll be a funny, the, the latest mass shooting joke. Like, how fast after 9-11 were people making Jerking jokes? Off? Well, that Between too. the two hours. But, like, <laughs> making jokes about it, you know? Yeah. Like it was, it was like the next day. I bet you stand-up comedians in New York City sure. were making nine eleven jokes. Yeah, you got to go with what's topical. Yeah, and and that's like another. The guy said like, wait, I I didn't even know the shooting is right. Was there a shooting in El Paso recently? 
Uh, like a while ago, it was like at a strip mall or something, wasn't it? No, I think it, I think I think, I think it was a strip track. Mall. But like, I mean, there's so many. Like he cited that as like another thing that you should not be allowed to make jokes about. And I'm like, first of all, challenge accepted. August. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, it was a federal building or something. No, it was. Was it the Oklahoma City bomb? It was. It, you know what? It it was Oklahoma City. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> it was McVeigh. It was. Uh, McVeigh! McVeigh! <laughs> you got us again, You rotten right? kids! <laughs> I would love to see an episode of Scooby-Doo about the Oklahoma City bombing with <laughs> what, what Timothy I, McVeigh in, like, a, a, a mummy mask. <laughs> what did I hear? I heard, like, a pretty funny joke. Oh, oh P.S. I just made a tragedy joke and, and everyone's still okay. Well, great. Now we're canceled. Uh, we're canceled. Congratulations. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Scott Hansen. Damn it! Um... I heard a really good one that was like, uh, like the Scooby Doo gang stops some guy from like shooting up a, you know, like a terrorist attack, and they yeah. went, ah, I would have gotten away with from you or away with it if it wasn't for you and that stupid dog, and then just <laughs> and then <laughs> like shoots and kills Scooby Doo on the way to jail. Ah, uh, the final episode of Scooby Doo. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Eat that Scooby, you stupid bastard. <laughs> Scrappy do fucking bitch. Scrappy. They had to bring in a younger, hotter dog to get <laughs> bigger knot. <laughs> to get that young demographic. <laughs> young furry demographic. Yeah. Gotta go for the kids. Yeah. Get them while they're young. Not everyone's into daddies. We need a kid. <laughs> not not everyone's into leather daddies. Um Leather leather daddy, a barely newer daddy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I applaud your attempt. I'm just seeing what sticks. <laughs> <laughs> I applaud your attempt. God. And, uh, I'd like to backtrack to a question I had earlier, Scott, of uh, not knowing what poppers were. Uh-huh. Uh, I would like to keep the trend going of me asking gay sex questions because that's what the podcast is actually inherently like underneath all of that wrestling. It's about gay sex. We're taking wrestling to its natural conclusion. Gay sex. Gay sex. So I, I had said that I didn't actually know what poppers were. I thought they were like smelling salts, kind of, that they like, you know, awaken something inside of you. (laughs) Awaken a demon. No, I... A butt sex demon. I believe some pictures I've sent you are what awaken things inside you. Yeah. Foghorn leghorn. (laughs) Sexy foghorn leghorn. Sexy, like, fat, bloated foghorn leghorn. P.S. There were fatter ones that I did not send. Foghorn Lakehorn's got a he's a he's a real gainer. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I, I didn't know that I, I I knew um what they do. Yes. Uh, you didn't know everything they do. You thought they were only I thought they were just for loosening up your butt. Yeah. I think that's like a bonus. And, and that's the only way that people yeah. could enjoy anal sex is yeah. by taking poppers. <laughs> I yeah, I I basically know what they are. I haven't done them. I have been Offered them multiple times. You don't say. <laughs> yeah, you're hanging out with the right kind of crap. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's basically leather cleaner. I felt like liquid leather cleaner. And how did someone discover that? You gotta sniff everything. <laughs> Shakira taught you us just that. Just put things there until your butthole loosens. Yeah. Well, no, because like it, it's it. I think it's like it just started it out as does, a drug. There also is like a high to it. I think. I mm. think it, it's it's at least like a a whip it like head rush type thing. Right. Um. It probably does. It's probably the same principle. It basically just like it cuts off oxygen to your brain, and you like because that's what whippets do, basically. Yeah. yeah. 
so same thing. And then so then all the blood flows to your bee hole. I guess so. like you get a real you get it. a real puffy rectum. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do not like that term at all. Puffy rectum. I really like the uh, pu- puffy in reference to like any body part is funny. I mean, puffy nips. I'm fine. Puffy with. nips. Puppy. Puppy vagina. Puppy vagina. Also, <laughs> that is a Freudian slip. Freudian slip right there. Oh boy. So, the mind says what the mind wants. So, Scrappy do. Am I right? <laughs> am I right? Am I right or am I wrong? But if, yeah. I, if I'm if I'm wrong, I don't want to be right. Yeah. If 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 being gay is black, I don't want to be white. <laughs> don't worry, you're not white. You're mostly orange and black. Yes, with some white. Yeah. White tummy. <laughs> white tummy. Uh, from all the cum. <laughs> yeah, it used to be. It used to be orange. It used to be orange. <laughs> uh, the yeah. So, but now, now you have because last time when we put things out to the audience uh, and told them to DM you, nobody knew where to DM you because you only had a secret Twitter. Well, yeah, and, which I don't even really use it. Yeah, and yeah, but now you have a. A uh, public Twitter now. I have public Twitter. So what is your public Twitter? I don't remember. Get it out there. Um, Steve Irwin. <laughs> at Steve Irwin. At Steve Irwin. It's at Sarian Soft Paws. No, it's Steve Irwin. <laughs> I'm Steve. I'm I'm the reembodiment. I'm the ghost of, of Steve, Steve Irwin. Irwin. <laughs> so if if you have gay sex questions, gay sex answers. It's mostly or, it's mostly answers. And, like, yeah. I don't have the answers. No, Drew doesn't have the answers. Drew I just has the have questions. the questions. Yeah. If you have answers to Drew's questions, or if you want to hear Drew say something that he won't even say on the podcast, which if you hear some of the things he says on the podcast, is shocking what he won't say. <laughs> yeah. You know why? I mean, I know I know our audience, and I don't feel like getting myself into more trouble than the last time I got myself into trouble. So I'll say it privately to you. Uh, I mean, even though there is the fear of you screen capping our conversations yeah. and passing that on, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm not gonna put it out there vocally for people to hear me say it because yeah. I can just claim that my uh, brand new Twitter account got uh, got hacked. I was hacked. Yeah. I, I yeah. I was hacked immediately after I said these terrible things. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how that happens. But yeah, stick stick to whatever you do on the podcast, and then you can do whatever via DM. Perhaps don't call um, local any local Latino wrestlers uh, burrito n words because mm. uh, someone else did that and got in a whole mess of trouble. Uh, so I would, yeah, just maybe recommend don't doing that. But anyway, I mean, I, I will I will openly admit that uh, I got a lot of bad things going on in my head sometimes, <laughs> and you know I want to share them. But the only person I get to share them with usually is Scott because uh-huh. I'm like no one else is going to appreciate this more than him. <laughs> but I feel no like no one is going to appreciate this new slur I made. <laughs> our our audience is going to have some also similar feelings to me, especially if I don't know, you come from one of the southern states <laughs> and perhaps your name is Gregory <laughs> and you 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 have a feeling inside of you that nobody else will voice for you. <laughs> I will be the voice of the voiceless. <laughs> the voice of the Gregory. Gregory who was supposed to be on this podcast today, yep, but, but he's a fool. But then didn't Come to Canada, so he doesn't get to. He had a another commitment he had to make that was less racist than this one. I mean, I would assume most commitments 
would be less racist than this one. Less racist, less less uh, secretly gay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one's pretty openly gay. Less secretly gay under the guise, of, under the mask of homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I just like the idea of doing this podcast on the basis of being, like, openly gay, but <laughs> but secretly, like, we're pretending we're all gay. I mean, I mean it's, we're not actually, it's just like, but we're openly gay, but we're not really gay, but we're really actually gay, you know? <laughs> We're like are, what? So we're like reverse closeted. It's like it's like a double. It's like a double positive. <laughs> I'm not just sure. I'm HIV double positive. I was gonna say that's if you catch AIDS twice. Yeah, you're double two positive. times. Double double AIDS. Double AIDS. Super AIDS. So I'm afraid you've contracted double AIDS. <laughs> double double AIDS. Quadruple well, AIDS. You you <laughs> you contracted it through the mouth and butt at the same time. You got it from gay sex the, and a blood transfusion. The, we thought this heretofore medically impossible, <laughs> but you've done it. You were you were getting a blood transfusion <laughs> that gave you AIDS, but while you were getting the blood transfusion, somebody with AIDS fucked you in the butt. You were getting a blood transfusion from Magic Johnson while also having sex <laughs> with Magic Johnson. <laughs> Uh, I like that Magic Johnson's the go-to. Like, shouldn't it be like Charlie Sheen? Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I feel you know what? I feel like he's too obvious. He just he looks like he's made of HIV. <laughs> but Magic's got it like so under control. Too under control, if you ask me. I, I bet you he doesn't even have it. That'd be funny. You know what? I'm calling stolen valor on HIV on Magic Johnson. Here, here's the thing. If he had said any time in the only in the last ten years, if he had come out and said it. I would agree on Stolen Valor. But to say it in the 90s, I don't think so. Yeah, but he also lied about how he got it. Well, wouldn't you? Yes, I know. <laughs> but, like, you can't get it from women. You can't. You can get it from blood from women. Yeah. But you can't get it from vaginal sex with women. It's like one in a thousand. I think it's bigger than that, isn't it? Isn't it like a one in a million? Is it one in a trillion? It might be one in Do a trillion. Do I have to have sex with <laughs> one trillion HIV-positive women to catch it? I mean, I, that's a, I mean, I mean, because I'm close, but uh, oh, bro, I'm uh, bro, bro, I think I'm almost at a trillion. <laughs> I like that guy. I like that guy who, unironically, th- thinks he's had sex with a trillion women. <laughs> um. Okay, the percentage uh-huh. is zero point zero eight percent. Zero point zero eight. So zero. So point one, so less, yeah. So a little higher than one. Of the, so like one in, one in fifteen hundred. Uh, yeah, it says like about one in one thousand two hundred fifty. Yeah, give or take. That's a lot. That's a lot. And that, like that's even for like a regular man. That's like, like and think about think about it this way. Even even if Magic claims he got it from. A, Heterosexual sex with women. Yeah. And how the fuck did Wilt Chamberlain never yeah. get HIV? Wilt Chamberlain, who has on record hugged and kissed <laughs> over 10 million women. Regardless if they wanted it. <laughs> but you know, like Wilt Wilt has like or even like like Ric Flair. Yeah. Or just like people who have had sex with thousands of partners yeah. and just random stuff. never scares. gotten it yeah. but Magic had sex with one prostitute that wasn't his wife one road piece and all of a sudden he's full of AIDS like I, I'm i calling bullshit yeah I, one, I, 
Bullshit. One in 1,250. That means to even have much of a chance of catching it, I'd have to have sex with 1,250 more women. <laughs> I, look, look, at, look at us fucking getting all pro, like, calling out people for things they did in the 90s. Yeah. Like, what what other topical things would you like to go after? Kato Kalin, was he involved in the OJ murders? <laughs> Kato Kalin was also murdered by OJ. That that's what no one <laughs> wants to tell you. No one's ever brought that fact up, but it is proven. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's great is we didn't do anything stupid or gay in the nineties, so we can never get in trouble for it. Yeah, that's true. Nobody can go back in the in the history and in ten years do their own podcast about the awful things you and I did when we were in our <laughs> like less than ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, we grew up in the right era. Yeah. Ten years later, we'd be in some trouble. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I wonder what it would have been like to... Have the internet when you were, like, seven? Have the internet and be like... so Like, for social media to exist from the time you could form memories. Yeah. Weird. Real weird. Don't like it. Uh, I think my earliest, earliest memory was when I was 14... And my parents bought us a computer, mm-hmm. but it didn't have internet yet. Okay. And then when we got the internet, like, there was nothing to even do on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Really? Like, there wasn't. You could load a picture for 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you That's could, pretty cool. You could play, like, free, like, Minesweeper online. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that was about it. Yeah. But it's not like... But then, like... You could discover you... there's a whole world of the weird thing you're into. <laughs> yeah, you didn't discover that until you were much later, though. Not that much later. Other than 14? Not a lot later than 14. Really? Probably. I mean, I didn't meet you until you were already like 45, so. Probably 15, 16. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'm learning something new every day. (laughs) Um, But I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to be like 10 or 11. Yeah. And just be able to look up whatever whatever you want. Like literally anything. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, there's going to be a lot of kids in the near future that are like pretty, f- I mean, they're already pretty fucked up, but they're going to be really yeah. fucked up. It's it's a good thing this is the last generation. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's just end it now. Call it a day, people. Yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's just get this over with. Let's just ruin this planet so that it shuts down. Yeah. So that we can all fucking die. Are you go. Oh, I thought I was going to say, are you going to eat some chicken on the podcast? No, I'm not going to eat chicken on the podcast. Uh, other other unofficial sponsor of this podcast is the the one and only open Popeyes in the greater Vancouver <laughs> yeah, area. Yeah, the only Popeyes in greater Vancouver. Uh, only a stone's throw away from my house. The Port Coquitlam Popeyes. Uh, re- located uh, on top yes. of... The, On top of the, the, the shallow graves. The shallow graves of thousands of, of Native Canadian <laughs> prostitutes. That's literally not even a joke. The, the Straight up, if you're interested, just look up Robert Picton. Yeah. Uh, that happened, like, not even 20 minutes from where I live. Yeah, and they've now built over his farmlands where he killed and raped or just killed. I think there was some some rape and some killing, feeding yeah. to pigs, that then people in this region ate the pigs. Yeah. Uh, the farmlands that he owned, yeah, has now been uh, paved over with a, a big old strip mall type La, Yeah, like se- several kind of strip malls. 
got some. Uh, you got your big box stores. You got your fast food establishments. You office got, buildings. This is Forever Twenty One. I don't think there's a Forever Twenty One. I don't know. <laughs> where, where did, there's where did, a Canadian Tire. There's a Costco. Where did, I, I like that you pronounced it correctly. Oh, yeah, it's with, Costco with the T. Yeah, yeah. Costco. No, not not in my America. Get out of here. Yeah. He ain't my president. But yeah, look at Robert, Robert Picton, honestly, uh, under the radar as one of the most, like, prolific serial killers in North American history. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, I think it was, like, 40-something? I think 49. I think 49? he was mad he didn't get to 50. I'm going to look him up and... I also like someone who counts. <laughs> you know what? I do respect someone who counts. Right? Although, <laughs> I guess you would. Like, it's a pretty big thing. Yeah, I guess. Like, but, like, you, you'd have to start counting, like, at the beginning. Like, you have to yeah, know. You'd have to know, know in your head, okay, I'm going to count counting. how many I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 49. 49. Uh, he, he's 70, San Francisco. 70 years old. Yep. Um, it was 8, 1983 to 2002. I did not realize it was that late. I thought it stopped in, like, the late 90s. 1983 was a good year. Because that was the year you were 10. That was the year I was 10. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if you really want to get into this, like, there's some really interesting stuff reading about it. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's maybe not as, like, uh, like... Glamorous? Glamorous or, like, necessarily as violent as other, like, you know, your Gacy's or your, your, uh, uh... Why can't they think of the Hill the Hill Street Strangler guy? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. <laughs> you know, like I'm just, I'm just kidding. Ted Cruz was the Zodiac. The Zodiac, of course. We all know he's a Zodiac color. It's maybe not as high profile or, or as like you know bloody violent as that, but like it's pretty fucked up. He batted for numbers. He and he like knew his like target victims, and he went hard. Yeah, he went hard the, in the paint. That's the thing, like... He's a real Michael Jordan of killing <laughs> prostitutes. Like, just stay to your lane, do you do exactly yeah. what you know what works for you. To use golf terminology, drive for show, putt for dough, and that guy was a putter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think even to this day, they still haven't uh, identified a bunch of the bodies. Nope, because they were barely even people. They were barely even people. Yeah, because like... They were, because of their job or because of their ethnic background? Ladies' choice on oh. that one. The, if you want to be a serial killer, like kids, I, are you... I do, so are continue. You, are you taking notes? Is everyone under 12 taking notes right now? Kids, if you want to be a serial killer, if you don't care about notoriety, if you're truly just an absolute textbook psychopath without the narcissism, if you just want to kill, if that is your main thing, if you don't care about taunting the police, if you don't care about publicity, <sighs> if you just want to end life. You just want to take life from if someone. you do it right, you can do it indefinitely. Yeah. Just high-risk high victims, random, spread it out, yeah. you can make it happen. Yeah. There's like active serial killers now that will never be caught, never be caught. and aren't even on a radar. Nope. Because they're doing it right. And I respect those people so much. I think if you, if, if anyone has seen the film uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, mm-hmm. uh, it is a is an interesting piece, but the, the, they've done studies on serial killers, and the best way to not get caught is to not have an, a similar motive. Yes. You know, do not use the same 
technique. Mix up do your ammo. Do not use the same, like, you know, you only do it at nighttime in parks yeah. with a knife. You know, don't yeah. cl- don't clue this. Don't get, yeah, don't get caught up in a clue situation. Don't become Colonel Mustard, which... Don't keep killing people with the candlestick <laughs> in the parlor. <laughs> Use your hands, use a gun, use yep. a car, use a knife. Yeah, go nuts. Get hired dogs. Prostitutes, runaways. Children. 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 <laughs> More children. <laughs> I'm, I'm now, now I'll be afraid that if a bunch of children go missing, I'll be a prime suspect. Yeah, probably. Yeah, suddenly getting canceled isn't so bad. You're wanted for eight child murders. You know what? They're easy to take down, and I'm, I'm a lazy man. <laughs> Less effort. It's true. You just got a plastic bag. It's real easy. <laughs> yeah. Their tiny hands can't get under They're there. Their tiny, weak hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, whatever. Easy targets. So that was our serial killer tip of the week. Uh, do you want to talk about the November 27th year 2000 Nitro now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> We really got we really got to complete this podcast before one uh, Kelly Summers shows up. Yeah. Because he's not coming till later, and I don't want to deal with his anger when he gets here, and we're not done the podcast. Correct. Because uh, as much as he pretends he's caught fine with doing the podcast, he seems uh, to be mad about it every time. He's we do. secretly not <laughs> cool doing the podcast, as I'm sure anyone who's listened to this podcast the whole time, uh, Kelly is an infrequent guest, and when he is here, he's actually kind of frequent. But... Yeah, but even when he is here, uh, he's often not. Here. It's not like for, he contributes anything. For anyone who's listened to the podcast and 40 minutes in gone, oh, Kelly's there. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot there was a third person in the room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we got to complete it before Kelly gets here. We are also currently uh, uh, 44 minutes into uh, All Elite Wrestling's Full Gear. Your which, new favorite promotion, unironically. Uh, you know what? Uh, they almost lost me with that Rick and Morty stuff, but... Maybe See, I'm when back. you said it, I was worried it was the whole show and not one match. They definitely made it seem like it was going to be the yeah. whole show, but even that one match was fucking terrible. It wasn't necessary. Uh, the fact that Excalibur kept trying to get JR to say Rick and Morty quotes. Yeah, did he um, make him read Wubba Lubba yep, Dubbed? <laughs> yep. And JR seemed super uninterested in he it. He seemed mad. Uh, the fact that Ch- Chucky e. T and Trenty question mark. Uh, both and and fucking Orange Cassidy all came out dressed like uh, Rick Morty and and another and Rick. Another Rick. That was the problem. Yeah, they couldn't think of a third a thing. I don't know. It's like it's your show. Get him to dress as something else. Yeah. Even you just make him dress like a giant pickle. Do pickle? Do me seeks? Do I don't know whatever these things? I refuse to watch it because I hate their fan base. It is a. I would. Li- I honestly guarantee you, I would like it. You know, I like I like Adventure Time. I like regular show. You like I, Dan Harmon. I like Dan Harmon, but yeah. it's the fact that I didn't watch it until yeah. you know a few seasons have gone by. Yeah, and then that fucking pickle Rick fucking thing came <laughs> out, and just everybody was so just their fan base is just a bu- the fan base is just as bad as wrestling fans who I already fucking hate. So <laughs> I didn't need two separate yeah. groups of fan bases that I fucking hate. Yeah, it is. A world class toxic fan base, but I enjoy the show. So what? What can I do? And like, <laughs> I've I've seen so many people just wearing ricket like fat losers. I I think a bunch of fat wieners <laughs> wearing Rick and Morty. Shirts. I think Rick and Morty shirts start in triple XL. Yeah, there's no regular. Like I and couldn't get one. No, <laughs> you could maybe squeeze into one. <laughs> 
but like regular Joes like myself, <laughs> sure, can't fit in those. Like you know, I'd be it'd be like wearing a nightgown. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I don't have D cups. <laughs> um, but just like looking at a guy on this, like on the Sky Train or walking around downtown wearing a Rick and Morty shirt. For those who don't know our, our regional references, uh, the Sky Train is a train we have in the sky. It's an above ground subway system that sometimes goes underground. <laughs> Yeah, that is sometimes just a regular subway. But like a guy wearing like a Rick and Morty t-shirt, a Rick and Morty hoodie with like patches on his backpack or something. And just and, looking at him. And inevitably Wolverine facial hair. Or just a neck beard. Or a neck beard. Um, and just like looking, I feel like Wolverine is the is the newest neck beard though. Kind of. I'm, I'm yeah. seeing a lot of that bullshit lately on like the worst people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like those Rick and Morty like merch is like one step away from everybody wearing like bullet club gear after the bullet club was topical or yeah. like, popular when it was just a bunch of shitty Samoans <laughs> and like a couple of bad Japs. Um, you could just say Samoans. <laughs> there's, there's some, there's some good ones. Joe. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's whitewashed. I love, he's from California. That doesn't count. I, know. I love that the, what of the billion Samoans in wrestling, the one guy named Samoa Joe is the one that's not related to any of the other ones. Like, if you took DNA from Samoa Joe and the test results came back as Latino, I wouldn't even be surprised. Yeah. Like, he, he might be a he thick could, Mexican. He could be, like, Filipino and Mexican. Yeah. And we wouldn't even fucking know. Like, he might be related to Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Maybe. But, uh, like, I just... I see Rick and Morty stuff, and I think in my head, like, yeah, I would probably be into that, but I don't want to be a Rick and Morty fan, because then I'm associated with those losers, just like how I hate wrestling, because I don't want to be associated with anybody who's in the crowd at AEW tonight. The pay-per-view you have paid money for Exactly, <laughs> because as much as I will like enjoying it in the, the safety of my own room where Your I can space. yell the N-word at the TV, Correct. Um, and just, like, hang out with... Shout out, Scorpio Sky. <laughs> Hang on, yeah, yeah, but like I don't, I, I never would, I would never want to be there with those people yeah. because those are the kind it, of people that pop and mark out for things that I hate. Whereas, like, I'll watch it, I'll be like, yeah, okay, this is a good match, but I don't yeah. think it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. I don't know if this would make me organically start chanting, "This is awesome," or uh, "You still got it," or, still got it. Fight, or forever. "Fight forever," or uh, "Cody." <laughs> or Cody. <laughs> so uh, that's why I hate Rick and Morty. But yeah, anyways, it, I, 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 they almost lost me. Um, we'll see what happens at the pay per view. I'm expecting good things from the pay per view. I think it'll be good. I'm looking forward to um, surprisingly my new favorite wrestler, Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> Yeah. That's maybe the greatest shock of this podcast. Well, here's the thing. Remember, several several years ago, I did not like Tommaso Ciampa. You did not. You I did him. not like Adam Cole. You did not like him. I did not like Hangman and Page. Although you and Kelly, like nobody was really on board with Adam Page. Everybody else was no. on board with Cole and Ciampa. Or yes. like, not maybe not everybody was on tour with Ciampa. But, I, I, but Cole for sure. I wasn't crazy about Ciampa until NXT. Yeah. I don't think he did anything that great for the most part, on the indies. I, I don't even think I really, like, knew much about him. I just knew he was an indie guy. Uh -huh. Same with Gargano. Like, I don't think I'd actually seen a Gargano match until he was in the Cruiserweight Classic. 
like, okay. I, I, or maybe I like, but like, it wasn't anything that I went out of my way to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but like now, the fact that I like uh, Champa and I've I've fully come around at, on Adam Cole yeah. and Hangman Page is is honestly probably the one of the best things they have in AEW. Um, but him and him and uh, uh, Pack. That's I was saying. It's going to be tough to start calling him Pack. I've been calling him Pac, even when his name was Neville, yeah. for fifteen years. Yep. I've always called him Pack, but since he was a Pack, since he was a British backyarder, Pac, Pack, Pac, Pac Man, Ketchup, Pac Man, Ketchup, Packs up, Packs up. Um, I mean, I, I their first match was not super great. It was kind of sloppy. Uh, there was definitely a blown springboard 450 splash. Yeah, I didn't see their um, first, but nobody was excited about it. So maybe it'll be good. Um, it was on the first episode of the TV? Yes. Yeah. Because um, it wasn't on the pay-per-view. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, were, because Pac couldn't get his... No, he couldn't drop. Oh, yeah, because uh, Dragon Gate drag wouldn't let him lose. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's some Jap women fighting. Some Jap there, women. There's a, a three-way tag that'll be entertaining as fuck. Uh, probably pretty sloppy, but entertaining as fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, because as good as Lucha Bros are, they're sloppy. And Private Party is super green still. Yeah. Um, but do cool things. But do cool things. So it, it, I'm, I'm sure everyone will give it nine, nine or ten stars. Sure. And it'll be, like, four and a half. <laughs> uh, but I, I think... Yeah, I mean the only match I, like I I don't give a shit about Joey Janela or Sean Spears, um, no. But uh, I mean the rest of the card's good. No, it's it's a you good know. card overall. It sounds like Moxley and and Omega will main event just yes. because of the lights out because of the gimmick, business. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I get it because you got to do the lights out and everything. Uh-huh. I mean I still feel like Cody and Jericho should probably main event considering there's like it's a big, a big step yeah, and it's the main title the, match. The title match yeah. But I mean I get it. Mo- Moxley and Omega are kind of like. A big deal. Yeah. So, and they're probably going to kill each other. They will definitely kill each other. Um, if, like, I mean, if Omega and Janela killed each other on the, on the <laughs> on dark. dark. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. The, yeah. yeah, yeah probably at, at la- going last on a pay-per-view, they might do I, a few I things. I do really like the way that they've structured themselves in that, like, on AEW Dark, like, th- uh, like the bigger name guys actually wrestle on it. Yeah. Right? It's not just, like, a Sunday Night Heat where it, it's not it's a jobbers or mid-card Yeah, guys. it's not a it's, completely skippable B-show. Yeah, it's like an actual... And then the fact that, you know, it's not just Omega and the Young Bucks, like, running through the <laughs> roster, you know? Like, other yeah. people are actually doing things and winning matches and, like... Having the Young Bucks go out first in the tournament, yeah, uh, like was I mean I did, I wasn't sure that they were going to win the whole tournament, but I didn't think they would go out in the first round mm-hmm. to like the greenest team, yeah. Um, but I I think I I like the way that they've structured everything. I, I think I like, all the owners are making a real point of saying, hey, we're not gonna go crazy and put ourselves. They're over the opposite much. of Triple H. The, yeah, and they they almost might be going too far the other direction, like sure. going like out of their way to, to job. To job, yeah. Because yeah. like Omega's lost all of his like big singles matches, yes. and like yeah, the Bucks go out first round. Cody's probably gonna lose tonight and not challenge I, I, again. What I what I'm thinking this is my prediction for it is that he's gonna lose. Yeah, he won't challenge. For, until, what I think will either what I think what'll happen is. He won't challenge for a long time. Yeah, and then there'll be some stipulations. Well, whoever, some whoever, uh, either somebody ends up beating Jericho, and yeah. then like goes down the line, blah, blah blah. And if it's a face that they're gonna say, like, look, the fans want this, everybody wants yeah. this, you need to challenge me. Or if Jericho holds it for a while and sort of like shenanigans yeah. and bullshit happens, or, then, or or it gets onto a new heel, 
Or a new heel or something. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, you know, like the only person that they haven't yeah. defeated is Cody. And Cody will, because I think Cody will be the champion before the end of next year. Entirely possible, like, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, he's got to be. He's the most over person in the company. Mm-hmm. Like, the crowd reactions for him and the pops and stuff are insane. Like, he's, 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 he's getting huge. He's getting, yeah. like, Legion of Doom levels of pops. <laughs> yeah. You know, his entrance is really cool. He's got... I mean, I still don't think he's, like, an amazing worker. That's the thing. It, it would be so nice if it was... If everything about Cody was the same... And he wrestled like Daniel Bryan. And he had, like, a work ethic, yeah. Yeah. No, no, he's got a work ethic. Ability. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I think he's he's a solid, like... He's solid. He's a solid worker. Yeah. But there's nothing about him that really, really stands out. Yeah. You know, he's got the personality. He's Mm -hmm. got the crowd reaction and the crowd heat. But he's just his in-ring... Maybe it's because he was a guy who came up from developmental. That that's a thing, like, and he's only now just started doing yeah. indie wrestling. In the I, last I've always years. said like any guy who was like born and raised through the WWE system can only ever be so good. Yeah, like they can like. I, is there any exception? I'm it? honestly trying to think. Is there an exception? Like, is there anyone really great who came up solely through the system? I honestly can't think of someone. No, you I know, get, I, write it, write it, and tell us if we're wrong. At Syrian Soft Paws, at not Scott Hansen. Do Hashtag it. cancel Scott Hansen. Hashtag cancel Scott Hansen. Uh, yeah, I honestly can't think of any because most of them are either still in the company. Yeah. And the some, only ones I can think of that have left are like Ryback and he fucking sucks. Yeah. Like and... some have like had good matches, but like, you know, John, like John Cena's had good matches, but like yeah, he's only yeah, a yeah. certain and like but I, but I think, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton. But I think like could could those guys go out on the indies and have good matches? Probably not. Not to the you know, level. Like, I think. Or, I think Orton. You put Orton in AEW, and I think he would be pretty good. Uh huh. You know, because like, I feel like Orton is athletic enough. Yeah. He's smart, and he and he understands like when he's when he's at a hundred percent, like invested. Yeah. He's really fucking good. He's good. Yeah. But most of the time, he's at like forty <laughs> percent. Yeah. And he just wants to hit RKOs. But. But I don't. I can't. Even when he's at hundred percent, there's lots of people that are better. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But I think he's maybe the only guy that would be able to like immediately transition to like go to New Japan and do like right at the top level. Yeah. And go to AEW and go right at the top. Like I don't think Cena even before he was like decrepit and <laughs> yeah. shit. I don't think Cena could have gone anywhere and done it because he he would just be what he knows. He'd be the same. Yeah. You know, and same with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns would just be what he knows. Yeah. Whereas like there's not really any other guys that have been in there that like can go out and like make a name for themselves you know mm. like maybe Ziggler but like even now like he fucking sucks yeah and so, and and it's become clear that he's, he's never, never leaving. leaving yeah like he has like, every there, opportunity there's always the tease like oh his contract's coming up and like he keeps talking he's, about leaving yeah, he's not he's, not he's a coward he is a coward you're a coward Nick yeah <laughs> government, government names, names. You're and, not wrong. He's a total coward. And you're just going to take the easy money. Just want the money. Yeah, yeah. just take the money. Because he, he very easily could have been, like, several times. Yeah. He could have been out there. He could have been, he could have been Cody. Yeah. If Maybe, he, like, he doesn't have the, like, business sense or the, like, name value or the drive yeah. to but I think, run AEW. But he could have been the no, guy no. who was doing New Japan matches, Ring of Honor. Yeah. He could have been. And I think, yeah, I think he'd be having better matches than Cody. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I think working he's a, with he's the right a, people. I think he's a better worker than Cody if he's yeah. put in the right situation. For sure, yeah, you know, he, I, I it went, actually would have been very interesting if he had left like three, four, five years ago. Yeah, 
and gone and just and done all the, the indies, indies yeah. and seen what was up. Done like PWG, New Japan, whatever. Yeah, Ring of yeah. Honor, and like, yeah, he could he could have gone somewhere. Yeah, it would have been really I mean, interesting. I don't. I, he is a coward. I don't know that I blame him for not just taking the money. You know, he literally gets to do whatever the fuck he wants, and he barely wrestles now. He really and does. His, and his contract wrestle. is probably ridiculous. Oh sure, anyone who let's say any like any contract, any post Fox contract is just huge, and who get like. The revival make like five hundred thousand a year. Anderson and Gallows, six fifty a piece. I will not listen to you slander. <laughs> Uh, no, I I love Anderson. And, oh, I love Anderson. He, and you know what? I actually don't even. I I think that Gallows is pretty entertaining. Gallows is fine, but I think like he's pretty entertaining. Neither has done shit about fuck nope. in WWE. Like I mean, was, what? What? What's once. what's Carl Anderson's best WWE match? I don't know, something there where it was like a four man tag, uh, is like tag match or something. Uh, like I don't, I don't even know. I want even tell you. I want to rewatch that face Carl Anderson. Versus Tanahashi title match mm. from like early 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That match rules. That match rules. I've not seen that in a long time. Uh, That's a good one, though. Car- I mean, Carl's Carl did some pretty good stuff, like solo and tag. Yeah. For like pretty much the whole time he was in Yeah, no, he was, he was great in um, Now, I mean, so we're saying all this stuff about Cody, and like, whereas I think that Cody's maybe had top three best match of the year with Dustin. I still have to see it. Did you watch it? <laughs> I I know that like at the time we were all sort of like, well, it's fucking Cody. How good can it be? But like, oh no, that I like I I fully expect it to be great. Yeah, it's it's really good. And the thing is, it's it, maybe it's not like the best technical wrestling. No, but match. like the story and everything. The story yeah, in it is like yeah, is no, it sounds great. And I will watch. I I just there's, I haven't. There's crying, which you and I both like. I do like crying? Giant pussies. I do like crying. Um, there's hugging. Yeah, you know, there's there's like uh, bromances, but like real bros, you real know? bros. It, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty I beautiful. I haven't watched any AEW besides that match that we watched. No, besides the television. Oh, besides the television. because I watched all the television because yeah. I had to do a podcast about it last week. Hmm. So I so I actually caught up. You're podcasting wrestling without me. I would never, except. That one time <laughs> and another time <laughs> and for like the last four years. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, because I watched, I watched all of last week's episode because yeah, because I did the podcast like last a week ago Thursday, um, and then at, that I also watched like all the supposedly good matches from the month of TV so far. Right, but I have I've watched none. Of the pay-per-views. And so I have to do all that. I will. But I will by year's end. Mark my words. Well, we're probably going to when we do fucking year-end awards. Exactly. So, fucking deal with it, Twitter. <laughs> fucking wrestling Twitter. Get out of my face. Um, so, yes. Anyways, that's what we're going to be doing uh, very soon. But for now, we still have a nature to do. And I also still have some fun information to pass on to the... The wonderful world of this podcast. Excellent. <clears throat> so I had some spare time at work on the week because uh, I don't actually work that hard because I teach at a art school. Because uh, you work hard, not uh, no wait, you work smart, not hard. I, I just don't do either. You work dumb and bad. Dumb and bad. <laughs> <laughs> work dumb, not bad. <laughs> so I was interested to see because I had heard a number about what someone in WCW got paid for the year two thousand. Yeah. So then I went to look to see what everyone like. You can literally look up. There's like yeah. a somebody made like a giant ass. Scott has autism. 
Word doc Excellent. that has the pay payroll for everybody that worked from w, for WCW from 1996 to 2001. Love it. So it'll have like you just you click on their name and it'll say like what they made for like 98, 96, 97, 98, whatever. Yeah. So I went through and looked at people that were getting paid in 2000, mm-hmm. and then how many appearances they actually made on television. There and. There might be some even more interesting stuff in 99, because they actually had to start making cuts in 2000. Well, yeah, but we're doing not 2000, so that's yeah. why. I no, no, But there, it's, there, it's, was, there was a lot of interesting... There's there's a couple notes I've yeah. made in here about 99. Is Lanny Poffo still there? Uh, not in 2000. No, he wasn't... He just wasn't I, he, I bet he made it to 99. Probably, but yeah. he wasn't getting paid in 2000. Yeah. But there, but there is some interesting names in here. I'm sure there are. So I mean, they had to lose sixty two million dollars somehow. And like, it's pretty obvious how they <laughs> lost a bunch of that money. Um, so these are just like a few of the people that, you know, they 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 either made very limited appearances, yeah. they made zero, zero appearances, appearances, or like they were more, they were making appearances, but yeah. they got paid like a little too much, stupidly Maybe too much, perhaps more than what they were worth. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a couple of like, I mean, PCO worked three shows. Yeah, he got paid fifteen hundred dollars for three shows. Like that's not very much. No, that's... but at the time that was probably standard. Like, you had a name value, but you hadn't yeah. really wrestled in on mainstream stuff. Yeah, f- and... yeah. F- so like five hundred a show. Five hundred a show. That's right? like yeah, that's, that's pretty standard. But it was just that, yeah. I just thought that, that was an interesting number to put in there because fifteen hundred now, like I don't think if you were a former WWE wrestler, you'd be working for less than like. What did Ryback want? Forty grand or something? <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was forty. It know, wasn't forty. I don't know but, if you had you know. to buy a like a nice car every time he wrestled, but yeah, yeah. it might have been ten grand. It might have been ten grand. Yeah, I mean it was pretty close. Which is bonkers. It's stupid. <laughs> I mean, he, he did main events and pay per views, but come on, he never did anything. Um, so yeah, just a couple of the like random names that are on here. Lismark Junior. Six sixty five hundred dollars made zero appearances. Pretty, However, yeah. in nineteen ninety nine, yeah. he made eighteen appearances. Mm-hmm. He made eighty five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's yeah ninety nine. Eighty five thousand dollars for eighteen appearances for Lismark Junior. Lismark Junior. You know, so you got uh, Bobby Blaze got paid seven thousand dollars, zero appearances. Dave Taylor eleven. He made one appearance. Dave Taylor still under yep. contract. In Vin- Vincent. Uh, or Curly Bill, or whatever you want sure. to call him, uh, Shane, uh, $12,000 for six appearances. Okay. Uh, you got Kenny Chaos, $20,000 for zero appearances. Glacier, who we just saw on we this just night had show, a hype video for his return. One appearance, Excellent. which we're going to see, yep. $25,000. <laughs> <laughs> um, Robbie Rage, thirty-one and a half for five. Okay. Tigress made $52,000 for 12 appearances. Not bad. Um, then there was Spice, who made 52000 Daphne, who made 52000 for nine. So um, just every girl gets 52000 Yeah, Che, che 52000 uh, 52, Steve Armstrong, 55000 for six appearances. Wage gap. Bobby Eaton, 56000 for six appearances. Bobby Eaton in 2000? Yeah. Uh, El Dandy... Fifty-six thousand for twelve appearances. Hell yeah! Shaggy Two Dope, fifty-seven thousand dollars for four appearances. Nice. Uh, and then he made ten appearances in nineteen ninety-nine. So that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. Uh, Rick Rick Fuller, remember Rick Fuller, big 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 bulky guy, yeah. jobber. I owe sixty thousand dollars. Wow, six appearances to Rick Fuller. Yeah, ten thousand dollars an appearance. Ten a shot for Rick Fuller. 
Yeah, I always I confused him and Roadblock. And Roadblock, they were yeah, similar Roadblock's a different dude. Looking, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so now now it gets really fucking insane because <laughs> those are like the low end numbers. Yeah, Dale Torborg, the demon, the demon. I'm a demon. I'm a demon. <laughs> uh, okay, so in 2000 he made uh, eight uh, fifty nine thousand dollars. Okay, but that's fine. He did a lot as the demon. Yeah, 1999. Yeah. $59,000, three appearances. Nice. 1998, $43,000, one appearance. See, that's the... 1997, $18,000, zero appearances. So in four <laughs> years, he made... Well over a hundred grand. Well over a hundred grand, and in three of those years, he made four appearances. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, uh, that's a good life. Uh so this this one is one of those ones where he made a lot of appearances, but he made a shit ton of money. Tank Abbott got paid sixty two and a half thousand dollars. He made fifty one appearances, okay. but it's not like he was really working at a high work rate. No, you know he had a Goldberg match, a DDP match, and that was yeah. Like what was his total <laughs> ring time? Yeah, like eighteen minutes yeah. probably. Um, so you got uh, Lodi or Idol. Yeah, uh, was sixty three and a half for six appearances. This one shocked me. So in June of 2000, WCW signed Bob Sapp to a like developmental wow he contract. He reported to the power plant yep. and got released in November. So hmm. he wasn't there very long. Yeah, he got paid sixty five thousand dollars <laughs> for six months of work. For six months at the power plant. At the power plant. No matches. No matches. He was he did huh. do some wrestling in Japan at that time. But WCW wasn't paying him for that. Right. So he would go do a fight or whatever, yeah. wrestle, and then come back to the power plant. Hmm. So that zero appearances, $65,000. Very interesting. Uh, for, for, for six months. Um, do you remember Emery Hale? I'm, I know the name. Me neither. I, I, don't, I mean, I know the name, but yeah. I don't recognize him. Like, I feel I like I maybe saw him once on Saturday night in 99. Black Guy Crew Cut? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, I think he was supposed to be a thing. And I, I think so too. It yeah, absolutely never panned. And I out. guess his name was just Hale at one point. Yes, uh, he made sixty-seven thousand dollars for five appearances. Pretty good. And in nineteen ninety-nine, he made fifty-two thousand dollars for three appearances. Yeah. So he made a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for. Uh, for eight matches over two years. Over two years. Sweet. Uh, so just quick, quickly go through some other ones till we get to the really insane ones. Uh, Silver King sixty eight thousand dollars for Not sixteen. Bad. All right, uh, Asia seventy five thousand dollars for eight appearances. Asia, Asia got seventy five thousand yeah. dollars. Brad Armstrong got eighty thousand dollars for four appearances. <laughs> Jerry Flynn made ninety thousand dollars for eleven appearances. Someone sat down with Jerry Flynn. You are a karate master. And said you are worth ninety thousand dollars to us 000. this year, and that's just for ninety for two thousand. Like yeah. he was under contract from ninety seven. Yeah. So like he made a fucking butt ton yeah. of money. Um. Now here here is one that I. This is this is actually where I heard what I heard to start. This is what me made you the thing. Jeff Farmer, former WCW Sting or NWO Sting. Oh yeah. Okay. Fake Sting. Uh, for a second, I'm like. Wait, the, the local guy who books Defy, that's Matt Farmer. Matt Farmer. <laughs> Jeff Farmer, in 2000, made $103,000 for zero, zero appearances. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't remember. 1996, he made 21 appearances. 
97, he made one. 98, he made zero. And 99, he made zero. So he was under contract from 1996 to 2000. And did not make an appearance did for the not last make an appearance three years. For, uh, since 1997. Do you know the? Num- I, I didn't look up the numbers for those years, but you just, just the fact assume that, they'd be similar. Just the fact that in two thousand he got one hundred three, and he hadn't appeared in three years. That's amazing. So that's what started it all, and then from there it just goes up. So like Candido <laughs> was one hundred and four for twenty one appearances. Um, and when when you're hearing all these numbers, by the way, keep in mind that the bulk of them, anyone, first of all, anyone with a Mexican name, yeah. Uh, was is is gone, gone by the summer fired so these are half a year yeah. at most yeah and also like the, the 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 number of matches is not just television Anything. it is matches shows, they had for the yeah. company so yeah so candido was 104 21 this one blew my fucking mind mona slash miss madness aka molly molly holly, holly. uh a hundred and five thousand dollars for 15 appearances wow that's bonkers um, Van Hammer, uh, 119 for 12 appearances. Van Hammer. Van Hammer. $120,000. He's, He's a big boy. Vince would take him if you don't sign him. God. Lenny fucking Lane. $123,000 for 27 appearances. Why Lenny Lane? Why not? It's bad. Why not? So this one was kind of crazy. Hector Garza. Uh-huh. Who is zero appearances? I was going to say we haven't seen, and it was released by July. Fifty-eight thousand dollars for zero appearances in two thousand. Pretty good. However, however, nineteen ninety-nine, twelve appearances, sixty-two thousand dollars. Nineteen ninety-eight, seven appearances, sixty-six thousand (laughs) dollars. So he made nineteen appearances over three years, and he made. Like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Horace fucking Hogan. Oh, I bet he got paid too much. One hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars for thirteen appearances. He did, in fact, get paid too much. Like, and keep in mind, these are two thousand dollars. Two thousand dollars. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, Medusa. Like you should probably like double all of this if you want like current money. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I would say about double. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Medusa, one hundred and fifty thousand for thirteen appearances. Medusa. Mike Rotunda, in the year two thousand, I, I believe we saw one appearance Varsity Club in match, January. Right? Yeah, one hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars for ten appearances. Yeah. Am I smooth? Who we saw tonight? Yeah. hundred has not had a match. He had one match. Remember, he beat one up match. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Kidman. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, $158,000 for nine appearances. Not bad. Uh, Kurt Hennig, $178,000 for 19 appearances, who we haven't seen since, like, May. Yeah, mid-year. Um, Tori Wilson, $200,000, 12 appearances. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, Ron and Don Harris. Are they more than two? Hundred thousand dollars a piece for seventy-two and seventy-nine appearances. Hey, how much do you think the Harris brothers are worth? I don't know. Four hundred thousand. Who gives a yeah. shit? <laughs> okay, so th- these ones, this okay, this one, the the number of appearances to the money makes more sense. But it's still a lot of money. But it's still a lot of money. So Big Vito, 
He's around a lot. In the year 2000. Did a lot, yeah. Had 113 matches for WCW. He earned his money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of matches. Yeah. He made $243,000. That's that's even... For even, Big Vito. I was going to say, that's a lot of appearances. That is still a lot of money. Are you ready for the top two? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh, who we've seen so much in the year 2000. Two appearances in the year 2000, yeah. both in January. Yeah. Yelling at Terry Funk, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. $432,000. Worth it. For two appearances. 100% worth it. And number one. Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> 46 appearances over the course of 2000. Which was done by like... May. Uh, he comes back at the very. Oh, that's end. right. He comes back. Yeah. So he did. But he did. It's he did like February, March, April, beginning of May, yeah, it's and like, then like the end of November. Like and December. five months of yeah. work. Five hundred half a million thousand dollars. dollars. He had so he signed a three year contract in two thousand. Hmm. The first year five hundred thousand. Oh, it goes up. The second year six hundred thousand. <laughs> the third year. $700,000 for I, 2000's Dustin Rhodes. I wonder how much... He probably got a chunk of that I in bet the you, I, bet, I bet, I bet you he got all of... Well, he got all of the 2000. Yeah. I bet you he got at least 45% of the 2001. Yeah. And I don't think he would have got any of the 2002. Maybe not the 2002. But, but I mean, that that's still over a million dollars. Like, yeah. he probably made more than a million dollars yeah, for, for the sure. one contract he had. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. That, yeah. <laughs> That's for fucking Dustin crazy. What, what about, like, your uh, like your bookers and your stings and well, stuff? Well, see, like, those guys I didn't really look at because... Because like, they're not... They're, they're The value is there. Sure, okay. You know? Yeah. Like, these these are the ones where the people were... Were like, wow. Like, <laughs> why would you pay them this kind of money? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like they're worth it. Um, but I mean the guys like Steiner and Sting and yeah. and Booker and um, like yeah. I mean I, I looked at like, like who, I, who I are at, who are big and like have appearances probably in the one and, and I looked at like the you know natural born thrillers and stuff and those guys were making like power plant money right like sure mm-hmm. they're on TV a bunch but they're making like thirty two thousand yeah. a year or something yeah um, so like for, for example Goldberg made two point three million dollars in two thousand right solid but he had what like. Uh, uh, he wouldn't have had that many because he was hurt for the first half of the year. Yeah, sorry, my phone doesn't like this. He, he put his hand through a car. Yeah, but how else are you supposed to get through the car? You know. You know what? I mean, he, between uh, in uh, so the way that this sort of like breaks down yeah. is it includes two thousand two thousand one sometimes. Okay. So he made fifty four appearances over the course of two thousand two thousand into March oh one. But like he wasn't really around at the beginning. Like he wasn't no. really around two thousand one. He had a few, guess, yeah, he had yeah, a little much, bit, actually, but not yeah. much, right? So, 54 appearances, $2.3 million is, like, pretty fucking good. That's not bad. Um, but, like, I mean, I can look at literally anyone that's on this list. I mean, Booker was around the whole year, and he made $712,000. Okay. And he made 101 appearances. So, like... That's not veto appearances. That's not veto appearances, <laughs> but that's, like, pretty good money. But think yeah. about it. He was, the, like, the world champion. He was wrestling... He, every show yeah. and he barely made more money than Dustin Rhodes you know like <laughs> that's true but like you I mean that I can that is true I can look at like I mean Steiner made 730 so he made about the same as Booker yeah uh, you like Sting uh, Sting who wasn't really around that much the whole year he was in, he was and, in out. and out he made 1.4 million 
pretty which good. is pretty good. Nash. Uh, oh God, Kevin fucking Nash. Get ready. One point get... six million dollars. Hell yeah. He made more than Sting. Yeah, he did. Uh, and he did made. Did he do as much work as Sting? Did he do as much work as anyone? <laughs> did he? Did he do any work? Uh, I mean, he made seventy eight appearances in two thousand and two thousand one, which is more than he did in ninety nine and ninety seven. So what, what uh ninety eight he wrestled a hundred matches. Wow. Do you have his money for each year? Yeah. I bet it's a lot yeah. for all of them. Uh so ninety six, he uh three hundred and thirty-six. Less than I would have guessed. Ninety seven though goes up to seven hundred and fifty six. Okay, and that was And this th- is just payroll. Like yeah. this isn't like merchandise Merch, bonuses. And, and bonuses and yeah. appearance fees. And yeah, all yeah. This is just payroll. I was gonna say because um, that that ninety six money sounded low, but that seven fifty would have been in that first contract. Yes. so that yeah. makes sense. Uh, one point five, one point five, one point eight was what he made. Hmm. So he made well over five million dollars in WCW. Yeah, towards for, for six th- for three hundred and eight matches. So like I do, that's I'd, pretty good. I would do three hundred and eight matches for six for million dollars. Yeah, I mean, good for you. I I, I probably would do. Uh, I mean, I've done three hundred and eight matches, and I don't have six million dollars. Would you Would you like to be disgusted by what Hulk Hogan's is? Oh boy, yeah, hit me. <laughs> uh, so Hogan's first contract. Uh, so he started ninety four. So oh, for some reason this only has ninety six and up. Well, yeah, it's just like Nitro years. I, I guess think, Nitro yeah. years. Uh, so the first year... And yes, Ooh. we know Nitro started September 95. Don't write it and correct us, you assholes. This is interesting that he actually didn't make as much as I thought. So, for the first year, he made one, uh, two, two million. Just under two Nin- million. 96? Yeah. Yeah. Then, in 97, it says he only made 477,000. Was he gone for him? No, he was around He was around. He... That's strange. <laughs> Would you, I mean, if you looked at the amount of matches he wrestled... Maybe not that many? 96. 23. 97, 19, hmm. 98, 40, 99, 35, 2000, 2001, 24. Hmm. Uh, the majority of his 97 matches were pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess, yeah. Actual he, matches. Yeah. Know? But, uh, so he made uh, 2,477,000, 3.78 million. Oh, we're back. 4.6 <laughs> million. 4.6 in 99. In 99. Money well spent. And then 2.3 million in 2000. Also money and, well spent. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, it's no wonder they lost so much fucking money. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there anybody else you would like me to check on? I mean, there's um, there's one I'm interested in that I that I just looked. Oh, my God. <laughs> What did Mike Awesome get? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one real quick. Um, a man who, spoiler alert, we uh, we saw tonight made his return. Uh, maybe one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Sid Vicious. Yep. 1999, he made $633,000 Sweet. for 67 appearances. Pretty reasonable. Like, yep. I mean, you're working a decent amount. 2000 and 2001. He made eight hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars for lot of forty-seven appearances. Yeah. appearances. I mean, he was gone. He was pretty much gone as soon as Russo yeah. showed. So as, as soon May, as they did Russo Bischoff May, in April. April. He was there for like two shows. Yeah, and now and we're he's in gone, and he's back. Yeah, end of November. Yeah, hundred and fourteen matches in WCW. He made one point five million dollars. That's a pretty. Nice yeah. little payday. You, yeah. want, you said Mike Awesome was somebody you wanted to know? Yeah, what did it take to get him to jump from ECW? A hundred dollars? Fifty-five cents? Uh, boy, we're... The problem with this is that it literally has every wrestler that's ever wrestled for WCW. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, prob- it's probably lower than you think. 
I bet it is. What do you think it is? Two fifty. Oh, it's a little higher than you think. Nine fifty. Two seventy nine. Okay. Uh, but I mean that's pretty decent. Because I think he was supposed to be making about that much in ECW, but the difference is he was not paid it. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, being promised money and yeah. being paid money are definitely two different things. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good money. Yeah. Oh fucking even like El Dandy, like fifty six thousand dollars. Hey, uh, who are you to doubt El Dandy? R.I.P. Uh, no, just his brother. No, just his brother. <laughs> Super Porky, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, is no Silver King's no. not his brother? No, is Silver King's brother? No. Where am I? I don't know. Uh, I smell toast. Evan Cray just made seventy eight thousand dollars in two thousand. That's a and lot. Seventy one thousand and ninety nine. Silver King and Tejano are brothers. Yes. El Dandy is nobody's brother. El Dandy is somebody else. <laughs> somebody completely different. I know he's somebody different. <laughs> he's not I even, understand that he's a different. He's not even in the same gene pool, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so I mean, no wonder they lost so much fucking money. Like they, uh, they spent a lot of money on a lot of dumb fucking things. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, even. Holy shit! And and also, holy, you it also much? didn't make any money, which is another important part. Because yes. if you're making a lot of money, you actually can pay those people that much. Yes, absolutely. Well, That's uh, how economics works. Uh, Scott Hall. Yeah. $815,000 for eight appearances in 2000. Eight fifteen in 2000. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have that busy a 2000. Also, he was even gone. Not, even 99. He was gone in March. He he made 8.15. He made 8.5 for 99 for 26 appearances. 98, he wrestled 101 matches, though, and he made 1.5 million, so. Yeah. That, that one's a little bit more. Yeah, 98 was the last time he did anything. Page made 1.4 hmm. in 2000. Um, the one I was looking for, but I think I lost it, was Bret Hart, because Bret oh, interesting. wasn't around very long No, he was. his career ended <laughs> in January. Despite the fact that he was forced to wrestle while he was crippled. Can you believe when we started watching this, Bret Hart was the world champion? Bret Hart was world fucking champion so brett's but actually what's interesting it was a real <laughs> it was a real schrodinger's cat situation bret hart was both world champion and his career was over at the same time and nobody knew which one it was yep. and his final match was against terry funk on a thunder uh so brett's contract was 97 to 2002 yeah i think it was for a lot of money. uh so he was making on average 2.5 million dollars a year yeah so in 2000, I mean, it, it didn't break down to exactly 2.5 a year. Uh-huh. That was just the average. So like the actual contract was for... Because he started right at the end of 97. $6.75 million was what he ended up making. From WCW. From WCW. But in 2000, he made $1.4 million for six appearances. Yep. <laughs> Pretty so good. that's some pretty good money. That's I good mean, money, yeah, yeah. Because he basically did two years and a little bit. Yes, in WCW, and like a little bit is like, you know, he did some tag matches where he didn't do anything because it was like him and Nash versus yeah. someone. Yeah, because he was he was there. He was like December ninety seven. Actually, I don't think he wrestled until ninety eight. Because he debuted as a referee, yeah. which is a real cool way to debut way to, the other company's world champion. Way, way to ruin, like, maybe one of the biggest stars in wrestling. As a referee. Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, just some quick real numbers here. Conan made $1.7 million over his career at WCW, which is a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Dennis Rodman, $1.675 Rodman got a lot of money. <laughs> um, Rick Steiner made $1.6 million over his career there. So, like, there's some guys that made some pretty good money. Some but, people like, made some bank. I mean, no wonder they fucking... Yes. I mean, holy shit. Sonny Ono. <laughs> $705,000 over his current WCW. It's, it's 705000 You're filing discrimination lawsuits, you dirty, sneaky person. Jeff Farmer made $500,000, <laughs> and he only wrestled, hey, like, eight matches. We need a fake sting. I mean, you I can't guess, look. But... You, you can't have light without dark. You can't have sting without fake sting. <laughs> you want to know how much money Ultimo Dragon made in two thousand? In two thousand, thirty-two dollars. <laughs> Just some weird residual thing. I guess it must have been a residual like, or merch or something. His career was over in mid ninety-eight. With WCW. Well, he didn't wrestle from mid ninety-eight until two thousand and two or three. Yeah. Yeah. But career wasn't over. Well, I thought he it was came then. back. Not while WCW was alive. Sick Boy made $46, uh, did, $46 in 2000. Did Ultimo get paid in 99? $132,000. Zero appearances. Zero appearances. Pretty good. 142 in 98 and 120 in 97. I would let a doctor botch my elbow surgery for, for $132,000. He, he made $395,000 in WCW. It's pretty good. And, uh, yeah, I would probably let him botch my uh, elbow surgery. And, I mean, Lance Storm made $383,000 for his one year there. It's pretty good. That's good. That's good money. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of guys on here that made good money, like, even for, like, one year. I mean, for the two years Norman Smiley was in the company, he made, like, $275,000. All right. So, like, and he was, uh, like, a perennial, like, job guy kind where's, of, you know? Where's Norman now? We haven't seen Norman in months. I guess just not doing hardcore stuff. Or anything. Or, or like, yeah, or literally anything. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's uh, the kind of just, um, like, Hogan made $13 million. Yeah. Over the course of his career there. And then uh, his, Gold, his, Goldberg his made, wife got 12 and a half of it. Yeah. Goldberg made nine. Brett Pretty made good. just shy of seven. Savage made just shy of seven. Sting made six. Nash made just shy of six. Luger made five. Hall made five. Page made four. Piper made way more money than he deserved. Yes, yeah, so it really was the golden age of stupid contracts. It was the golden age just giving money li- to literally old sacks of shit. Literally, then and right, right now, now are the golden ages um, of stupid wrestling contracts. Scott, like, maybe maybe we should uh, get a time machine and go back in time to like two years ago and like actively try to become get, in shape hmm. so that and and get the surgery. So that Certainly. now, with all this money being thrown around, yeah. we could be the first ever openly trans species. Openly trans wrestlers. species, yeah. I mean... We could feud with Luchasaurus, because he's a <laughs> lizard and we're mammals. That's true. Bl- cold blood versus warm blood, you know? <laughs> yep. I think there's still time. I think, let's do it Let's do it next week. <laughs> okay, I'm on it. So, right, no, uh, no podcast next week. <laughs> so, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, we didn't watch Nitro, so... <laughs> I mean, this Nitro was bad, and it, and it, and like that's saying a lot because every, every single match except for the main event, had bullshit interference, run-ins, distractions, weapon use. Yeah. Like nothing on the show was was booked properly. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely bad. It's, 
I'm trying to... Th- Had like, some funny moments. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it to, like, this kind of bad versus, like, peak Russo bad. Because they're, they're different kinds of bad. Who's in charge right now? I have no fucking idea. Nash? Maybe? I really don't know. I think it's just, like, a series of, like, corporate guys. Ugh, gross. Or, or it's like, it's maybe it's Jim Hurd. Oh, they brought back Jim Hurd. <laughs> I think Jim Hurd is in charge right now. Yeah, I, I really... I, I don't know the timeline of who's in charge after... When, when and where and how. And after Russo it, leaves. If ands and buts. Like, for, like, the last six months of WCW, I really have no idea. Does, does Sullivan, like, slip back in there at some uh, point? Head Booker... For 2000 to 2001, were Terry Taylor, Johnny Ace. Ace was the in there, yeah. And Ed Ferrara. Oh, Ed was still there. I always just kind of figured that Ed just went wherever Russo went. So where where we've been in this timeline of wrestling, Russo and Ferrara were at the beginning. Yes. Then it was Kevin Sullivan, Terry Taylor, Ed Ferrara, and J.J. Dillon. Yeah, yeah, there's that weird... In between Russo. Period, yeah, yeah. between Russo and Then regimes. Russo and Bischoff. Yes. And then Taylor, Ace, and Ferrara. Taylor, Ace, and Ferrara. Interesting. Nash hadn't been the booker since 98, 99. And, he, and is he never again? Never again. Hmm. It's too bad. I like his work. <laughs> yeah, I like how he, how seriously he takes the product. Yeah, I like that he's not trying to actively ruin wrestling at any given time. <laughs> and uh, I like the the like the argument that you had discussed that, uh, that, that Brian and Vinny had obviously brought up of like, you know, they were like, look at all. Considering the- <laughs> how much the natural born thrillers were working with all of the top guys and all of these like veterans and legends and guys who have had years of experience, and they all have like great looks. They're yeah. tall. They're muscular. They're all in shape. Yeah, like even the shitty ones are in shape. Maybe not Reno, but he's at least like built. Like he's thick. Yeah, and like none of them became stars. Like it literally did not benefit them whatsoever to yeah. work with any of those guys. Yeah, you and know, then, they're, they're working with the top stars. Yeah, and then and then Alvarez says, "Oh, maybe it's because they're with the worst wrestling role model of all time, Kevin Nash, uh, un- Uncle Daddy Kevin Nash, <laughs> Uncle Daddy Kevin Nash." Yeah, but uh, so this Nitro did start out with something pretty funny. So this is Le- legitimately funny. Legitimately funny. So this, of course, as we mentioned last time, was right at the end of the 2000 presidential election during the recount in Florida. Yeah, where Nader caused 9-11. Where Nader caused 9-11. So they start off with a generic-looking, sort of like political pundit kind of guy. But like like press conference. Press conference style, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he just says, you know, like we, you know, the the results are finally in. We have a we, we have a conclusive winner. We have a we we know who the next, next president, president of the United, United States, States is. In comes Jeff Jarrett, blasts who, him, who grabs him and spins him and just murders him with a guitar, and then just says like, something. There's one, one like, vote like, you forgot to count. Slap nuts. nuts. <laughs> and that was how Nitro started. And then straight to opening. And then straight to opening credits. Video. Yeah, like yeah. actually funny. <laughs> I, it's might be the first and only time I haven't hated Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, yeah I mean, but Jared, it, it was like an actually well put together little skit. Yeah, it was. It was cute. It was adorable. Yeah. It was adorbs. And like the guy speaking did a good job. He like he looked like an actual guy. Yeah. He looked professional, and then just like, got blasted with a cardboard some, guitar. Some Turner exec that they were like, yeah. hey, you want to take a guitar shop from Jeff yeah. Jarrett? We'll give you I don't know one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> oh, that's not enough. How about three <laughs> hundred? We'll give you Dustin Rhodes money five hundred. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that's how it opens. Right off the bat, we get a tag match, which is Chavo and Lash 
versus Shannon Moore and Shane Helms. Uh, the match was fine. Had some interesting, like Lash spots to it. Did an in- so Lash throws the guy into the corner. The guy takes the buckle and like steps out a couple. Lash runs just to the side of him, springs off the middle rope, jumps backwards into an X Factor. Yeah. It was interesting. It was cute. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, this match had... Which also made us think, of, when we were talking about creative lashes, we were like, did he ever do that Whiplash 2000 more than once? once? I don't think so. It was a uh, cravat Russian leg sweep? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say Cobra Clutch Russian leg sweep, but that was Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger. That was the swing thing. Who, by the way... Is back in, is TNA, back in TNA right now. On television. Yeah. Um, in the year 2019. Yes. Um, so this match starts with the trend for the evening of like bullshit interference and run-ins and whatever, because for whatever reason, I guess... Did we end up every single match except Goldberg? Every match except for, uh, well, the, yeah, Goldberg and the main event, but I mean, Goldberg was so fucking short, so... No, the main had interference. The main ended with interference. Oh, Medeja. God. Yeah. I, f- I forgot about the woman. Medeja cost Stevie Ray his, his career. career. Yeah, so Goldberg and Reno was the only one that didn't have interference. Yeah. So, which this... was, was that also the case last show? Everything but Goldberg Kiwi? Or did one yeah, other everything one? Yeah, everything but Goldberg Kiwi, I think. You know what? If they stay 100% consistent to that scheme, mm-hmm. that actually gets Goldberg over really well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there was post. He fucks Goldberg everyone shit. else, <laughs> but that it gets at least, Goldberg. At least over. you know Goldberg's match is going to end with a clean win. Yes, a jackhammer and a spear, and you're going to get the win to continue his streak, so he doesn't get fired by Vince Russo, who's who not been, there anymore. Who hasn't been fired. Um, so yeah, this match starts with just this starts the trend of just interference and run-ins, and so last night on the pay per view on Mayhem, it was three count Young Dragons. Crazy Noble. Noble. Not the ladder Not match. Not the ladder match, but ladders were involved. Yeah, because they do the ladder match next week, yes, which is which pretty is good. Yeah, and good. I I remember nothing of the non-ladder match. Was it even good? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't remember. I forgot it happened. I'm sure. Well, I, I know I watched it. I just don't know and remember anything about it. Yeah. Um, they had a, a ridiculously good blown ladder spot where Evan, hmm. Evan and Noble ran down. What was and, Noble wearing? Uh, green? Do you remember that? No, he looked like a Green Lantern. Like yeah. I don't, I don't remember him wearing there, anything other than the blues. There was much discussion of Noble's purple gear last well, episode, which I do remember. But I'm with you on this green. This green is bullshit. This is some Mandela effect business, yeah. and he has never worn. He he did. He never wore it. This is the he, first time. He, he only 2019 wore, is the first time he has he, ever worn it. He only wore green when it was John Deere gear. Yes. When he was James Gibson. That was it. Yes, that's the only time we were green. Um, so they tried to do... Watch him have another stupid color next week that we don't remember. Yeah. Just every single week. He's going to have... Yeah, he's going to have He's going to keep having weird yeah. gear. Um, for one appearance. Yeah. Um, so he... They run down and to run interference. And Evan tries to put the ladder over the bottom rope into the ring. Yes. With Shannon bent over so that he can, like, seesaw, seesaw into, into yeah. Shannon's face. And Joey Mercury's face. And Joey Mercury's face. And just completely botches it. Like, yeah. he he tries to swing it before it's actually in place. And he Shannon Moore's not really bent over. He doesn't understand how levers work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's never seen a seesaw in his life. He's never seen a saw in his life. 
Um, not even Saw 4? No. The best one? Not even Saw 4. Not even Saw 3D. Ooh. Uh, so, you know, like, so Shannon wasn't in place. He tried to go too fast. It didn't really do anything. No. Even when they tried to correct themselves, <laughs> yeah. it was just sort of like Shannon leaning down into the ladder so mm-hmm. that, like, they could just do the spot. Um, and, like, yeah, so, I mean, the match itself was whatever. Uh-huh. Um... Then we go to the back where Elix Skipper is trying to cuck the cat. Straight up. He, and like, just... And, like, <laughs> like within a second of just saying, I'm cucking the cat. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, he's It's trying, that level of subtlety. He's trying to bang Miss Jones. Uh, then the cat comes and says, like, oh, like, you're gonna steal my woman, then you're gonna... No, like, Elix says to the cat, he's like, I'm gonna take your woman, and I'm gonna take your pride. And then... The cat says, all right, take, take the woman, woman. And then just, like, shoves, shoves her into, into the, the dressing room. room. Yeah. And then he's like, now take my pride. Like, what's pride. happening? Yeah, like, um, he, like, he just full on is like, yeah, you can fuck my woman, but you got to take my pride first. Uh, but then, out of nowhere, Landstorm. Let's talk about Landstorm. Maybe one of the greatest technical wrestlers of our generation or any generation. The, but the man... The, maybe the greatest wrestler to never have a match rated four stars by Dave Meltzer. That's Which ridiculous. is funny because they're friends. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe they weren't friends then, but but like Lance has absolutely had a. Four he must star have had match. a four star match sometime, right? He's good. He's definitely had four star matches. Just like the Mamie Meltzer didn't watch them. Yeah, I don't know if he like did he like not rate a bunch of ECW stuff because like, there, like... Th- there's definitely a and I think he he didn't rate that um... Lance winning the uh, Intercontinental Title. The who was that from? I don't know. <laughs> he won it though. Sure, but I don't know if it was necessarily good. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't good. But um, that, yeah, I, think that he, I think he lost it to the hip hop hippo Albert. Good to know. <laughs> um, yeah, because there was um that I don't think he rated that Smoky Mountain one, that Thrill Seekers versus uh, yeah. Heavenly Bodies Bloodbath. That was that's really good, which is easily four well, you stars. Should, you should, you dick. And, yeah, but Lance definitely had a four-star match I, in ECW. I will say that I think one of my my favorite, uh, e- not only, like, Lance Storm matches, but ECW matches, uh, is the, I don't remember, I think it's, like, Guilty as Charged 2001? The last show? Where it's it's Storm Incredible versus... No, no it must be two, 2000. Yeah. 2000. Where it's Storm Incredible versus uh, Dreamer and Raven? No, Dreamer and... Someone. I'm gonna look it up before I continue. With Dreamer my... and Dreamer and Dreamer and Raven did team for a minute. Uh, it could also be Dreamer and littering Tanaka. and uh, littering and uh... what? Hmm? No. What are you saying? Littering. Littering. It's from Super Troopers. I'm sorry. I'm I I was struggling for the reference. Yeah. Littering and uh, littering and uh, smoking the reefer. <laughs> um. Continue talking the, while I look up Guilty as Charged what, 2000. There is, but, there is one Super Troopers thing I, I always giggle at, because it's so weird, and I I hesitate to say random, but just, just uh, absurd, I guess, is the way to do it. When they throw when they when they de-louse Farva. Yeah. Just like the like his all, tiny penis? Oh. What? <laughs> no, just all the lines are so weird. They're like, <laughs> like what what is this? It's icing sugar. The lice hate it. It's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> like it's such a weird series of lines, but I really it, it makes me laugh. Uh, gu- guilty as charged two thousand. 
Yeah. It's Storm Incredible versus Dreamer and Raven for the tag okay. titles. That's a good. Only, one. It only goes ten minutes, but it's like a Banger. pretty like boom boom boom. There's yeah. no there's no real downtime, but like that match, I think I even have it on DVD. And I believe, digital versatile digital disc. Digital versatile disc. Wow. Uh, versatile, nice. Mm. Uh, power top, power bottom. Um, that was, oh yeah, that was one of your. <laughs> that was one of my questions. Um, but that I I remember that match being really fucking good. Like I would give that match a four at least four stars. Yeah, and like certainly there must have been some good Storm and Candido tags. Yeah. And there must have been like like a Storm. Wasn't there like a Storm Jerry Lynn single somewhere along the mm. line that was good? Mm. Wait, no, wasn't it the opener? Am I crazy? Was that the opener of Anarchy Rules? Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Anarchy Rules 99. You're asking a man with a bad brain. Uh, but you have a phone. As bad as your brain I'm is. I'm looking! You can work a phone. I'm fucking looking, you goddamn son of a bitch. I think it is, and I think it's really good. Do I have the people wrong? Uh, people are listening and just screaming at me right now, but... Well, number one, no one's listening right now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anarchy rules. How are you just typing in it now? What were you doing the with, whole time before? With a Z. <laughs> what were you doing until right now? I, don't know, I was looking up something else. Uh, it is Lance Storm and Jerry Lynn. Yeah, it's fucking and good. And it goes 16 minutes. Yeah, it's it's really fucking good. And it is... What it... Melt, melt rating, melt rating, melt rating. Oh, God damn it. I was just looking it up on Wikipedia. I wasn't on mm-hmm. Cage Match. You probably gave it... Uh, probably gave it... Oh. Three and a half or something. He probably gave it three and a half, and if he saw it now, if it happened, like if it happened on tonight's show, he'd give it four and three quarters or like seven, <laughs> you know, because he's fucking retarded. <laughs> Even though he's my new best friend, because he responded to my. I was gonna say your friends on Twitter now, so careful what you say about my good my good buddy about Big Herb. My good my good bro. Wait, good Big Herb. Yeah, I think. I think his dad's name is Herb, and he still uses his dad's email or something. Like, his email is like hmeltzer at juno.com. Juno! I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um. Uh, where do I. Oh my god. Do I have to. Just shut your fucking mouth for like three fucking seconds. Do I have to turn This is off? the worst podcast. Like, I don't know why anybody listens <laughs> to this, where we just ramble on while one of Look, us looks up stats on... I enjoy the soothing and comforting nature of just listening to two other people look stuff up. Stuff that I might already know, <laughs> but I like that. I like to hear other people find things out. Uh, I think it's nice. I'm gonna say that there is no rating for it. That can't. Did he, he would he would have rated the pay per views. Um, you are truly bad at this. You know, it's not so much that I'm bad at it as it is that I. Although if like the, I like dead air just <laughs> rambling. If the rating is less than three stars, it probably wouldn't be on cage. I don't think they put things lower than. But I. So then how do I just? Oh, God damn it! You're killing me. You're, Andrew. You're killing your father. Good. Now with my mustache, I look too much like him. So. Yes. It begins. All right. All right. All right. You did it. Yeah, I fucking did. <laughs> you, in, fucking, you fucking bitch. In record time. Uh, well, sorry, what was I looking up again? I'm kidding. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. Just a regular. I'm a funny guy over here. A joke maker. I'm a jokey guy. A joke smith. Uh, 1999. Anarchy rules. I'm going to say it was September. I got it. 11th. Ooh, 19th. Uh, and I know. Three, I, three and a quarter. It was so much better than three and a like, quarter. Do you, do you want to find out what his highest rated match is? I feel like I looked it up a while ago. Because I, I, I was wondering if he had four and he didn't. I don't I don't think he has something higher than three and a half. Uh, Unless he's in like a Royal Rumble that got four or something. Yeah, but I don't, I don't count fucking Royal Rumble. No, I don't either. Uh, yeah, three, three and a half is his highest fucking match. It's bullshit. And it's not even... Oh, three and three quarters. Oh, we almost did it. Uh, Heat Wave 99. Jerry Lynn, Rob Van Dam versus Just Incredible Landstorm. That's a good one. Three and three quarters. Yeah. Uh, that is his highest. That's so weird. Uh, there's a bunch of three and a quarters. Yeah. There's a few three and a halves, one of them being Royal Rumble, so that doesn't fucking count. Yep. Uh, the three and a halves are uh, Storm and Regal versus the Dudleys versus Jericho and Christian uh, versus Booker and Goldust from Armageddon 2002. Okay. For the tag titles. And, uh, tell me this one. Lance Storm versus Mike Bennett from Ring of Honor Showdown in the Sun from March 2012 was three and a half stars. Huh. What a Storm's like. No one likes matches. Mike Bennett. And, like, how is that better than, like, Storm? Anything else? No, like, Storm's other comeback match against, like, Danielson in 2006 or whenever. Uh. That didn't even get three? It's not even listed. That's fucked. <laughs> Maybe I'm not friends with Dave Meltzer anymore. <laughs> Maybe he and I are his, having a, we're having a falling out already. With his spurning of Lance Storm. Yeah, I mean, he gave him and Candido from Heatwave 98 uh, three and a quarter. That's probably better than three and a quarter, too. And then... Um, we're almost there. Is that our... Do we have one more in that? We have one more than that, yeah. No, that's our next one. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Fair we did one last time. He would have 98. It's a good and show. And Edge versus Lance Storm for the Intercontinental title at SummerSlam 2001. That was also good. Yeah. But uh, apparently and not, then, and then not four stars And good, then but. Lance and Hurricane versus the Hardys at No Mercy at 1. Hmm. I, I think he just didn't want to, like, tell everybody he was friends with Lance. So he was sort of <laughs> I like, gotta underrate. oh, Lance is such a bad wrestler. <laughs> like, I don't think he's very good. Um, so, th- anyway, there is a moral to this story. So what does Lance do? Lance is bad at chair shots. Yeah, but he, he, he is he's consistent. T- he is too safe. Yeah. Like, Lance really doesn't want to hurt anybody. No. So he gives the cat maybe the weakest chair Second shot. Second weakest. No, I, I was going to say, maybe the weakest of the show. Oh. Except. No, not. Not even the weakest of the show. The second weakest, the second of, weakest the of the show. Um... Anyways, so that, we of course, means that that's setting up for a Landstorm and the Cat match, which fucking great. In February. In febru- February. <laughs> February. Uh, this, however, cannot go on for so, for so long, because there is some stuff that happens later in the match that is, in <laughs> the show, that is just fucking bad. Um, so, yeah. Scott Snyder comes out to do a promo with Mean Gene about winning the title last night at Mayhem. Yeah. He... Straight up references Steve Austin. Yep. He straight up references and then impersonates The Rock. Correct. Um, to which, uh, in enlisting people who, that would be good to wrestle him, but can't, but can't because they work for the because better they work company. for the better company. Uh, Flair comes out. Yep. And then Flair claims that The Rock and Austin are the elites. Yes. 
but he's bringing in <laughs> someone else. An elite, no, an elite in Austin and Rock's league. We got Austin Rock and this guy. I'll agree to that. Uh, you know what? I agree too. Um, but just the fact that like they're openly, openly the best wrestlers commenting on the two best wrestlers in the world yeah. who work for the other company. Please to see the best wrestlers, please change the channel. Yeah. To see the guys that could be a good wrestler with Scott Steiner, go watch the other show. Yes. Uh, so he talks about how he literally ended Sting and Booker's careers and like, you know, uh, there's nobody to face him. Yeah. Um, and then he says Goldberg's like still a bitch from the last time we wrestled, which yeah. was great. The um, only good match of 2000. So out comes Stevie Ray. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm thinking, for the love of God, please do this match. Please do this. Because they cock-teased us once where they were setting up Steiner's versus Harlem Heat. I can't believe they didn't do and it. And it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Even though all the pieces were there. Yeah. So uh, Stevie Ray said, so Steiner literally says like, "There's nothing that Stevie has that he can that he wants." Yeah. So he says, uh, "I'll give you a title shot, but you got to put your career on the line." Yeah. Uh, to which Stevie Ray reply, re- replies to that, where uh, Scott loves to talk about freaks and how is it going to feel when after this match I hold you down and make you into my freak, straight up threatening to rape Scott Steiner. <laughs> Un like, not even full, subtly. Full on rape threat. Full on rape threat. I'm gonna beat you for the title. I'm gonna, fuck I'm gonna you. hold you down I'm and I'm gonna ass. rape your ass. <laughs> hey, little mama, let me fuck you in the ass. <laughs> I love the game. Um. Influence. So then we get the first of one of vignettes of the Boogie Knights trying to buy Chronic, and Chronic makes them uh gives offers the money that they can't afford. Uh, yeah. Which will come back later with the Boogie Knights. Uh, next up is Lance versus Jimmy Wang Yang, uh, yep. pre Wang and pre Jimmy. Yes. Um, so there is a horribly blown Major Guns tries to grab the leg spot. You stupid <laughs> bitch! You had one goddamn thing to do yeah. in this whole match, and you didn't do it. And like Yang still like stumbles. He like tried he to sell the trip, the trip but, but it was like seconds. She later. did not touch him. Uh, Leia Meow gets up, and then there's a cat fight, but it's like a really bad cat fight. Leia just like whips her in the butt. Yeah, and like <laughs> hits her in the crop, butt, which is yeah. just to distract the referees so that the cat can run in, which is hilarious. So the cat throws Lance a chair. runs in, throws a chair at Lance. Catches Lance it. sort of catches, almost fumbles it, almost drops it. Yeah, gets it up to his face, and then the cat does like a cart rolling wheels. cartwheel kick. <laughs> yeah, cartwheel kick, and it's awesome. But then, and then Yang, one, two, three, pins him. And we thought, we are thinking, like, that's Storm's second loss. Second or third, maybe. Because he, when he lost the U.S. title to Hugh Morris the first time, Duggan Jim got Duggan got pinned. Tag. And then he just lost to Hugh Morris the night before yeah. on the pay-per-view. And there might and be one And then he might have one. lost to Booker, but we think there might have been bullshit involved. Yeah, or maybe something with Sting at some point. Maybe, but yeah. I, I really think they were protecting him quite they, a bit. They were. Well, so. be- the reason was because he was the pawn in a bet between Vince Russo and Johnny Ace. Because mm. Vince Russo said, oh, there's no way we're going to get this guy over. Which begs the question, why sign him? <laughs> Just so that WWE couldn't? Uh, and, Johnny Ace, and Johnny Ace, who actually like knew, knew. he was a good wrestler, yeah. said, oh, we can get him over. And then... Gave him all the titles and protected his move and yeah. all stuff and uh, guess what got him over best finish of all time I would say yeah one of the best so good like so protected yeah so as it's on tap yeah um so yeah Lance is, and like the thing too is like Yang was out cold and couldn't even like didn't even celebrate the fact that he just won yeah no I mean he could have lost to a worse guy sure. like you could have put over like some piece of shit <laughs> at least Yang is like a competent worker yeah and is like a younger up and coming guy 
Granted, I bet you he was about the same age as Lance at the time. Maybe, yeah. Um, so, then we get the book. And Yang gets nothing out of this in the uh, end. <laughs> yeah, not really. Um... So then we get the Boogie Nights again. Now they're trying to hire the Harris Brothers. Harris's work a lot cheaper than Chronic. When they walked up to Harris Brothers, I believe what was said was, we need to hire you guys. And they both said, we don't want to be on TV anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Which then came up later during the match. So they said, well, what, what do we have to pay you guys to, to help us tonight? Which I love is how they storyline explain forgetting to book people for a number of months in a row. Yeah, yeah, Because Harris hasn't been on for a while. A while, They've been yeah. too busy attending rallies and purchasing bedsheets and getting tattoos. Yeah. Um, so Don Harris says, uh, a sandwich and a drink. And Ron goes, yo, you gotta negotiate, dude. And He's he goes, like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, right, you're right, you're right. Two sandwiches and two drinks. Done. And they're done. So... Uh, they've now hired the Harris Brothers for a match that we like don't even know what the match is. Yeah, we have no idea. Um, so next, we have a Mean Gene in the back with Jeff Jarrett. Was this sassy Mean Gene? Where Mean Gene was having none of Jarrett's bullshit and told him to blow it out his ass. <laughs> uh, Always funny. So Jarrett's going to have a match with Rey Mysterio, and then Jarrett starts cutting his promo, and then the filthy animals in the distance start throwing Throw eggs at Jarrett. Um, to which, when then when Jeff Jarrett leaves, he tells Mean Gene to blow it out. His <laughs> like ass from way from off distance, camera, like, like it's so echoed. it's so faint. Yeah. It was that was actually really funny. Jarrett made me laugh twice. legitimately twice. Jarrett Jarrett's your new favorite wrestler. Ugh. Maybe you, maybe you see as long as he, as long as he never wrestles. And what if he wears his his old gear again? Ooh, strappies. Strappies. Or that weird like Aztec pattern bikers he wore for a while in WWF. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. What a weird guy. What a weird guy. He's from Andersonville, Tennessee. Stop <laughs> trying to be ethnic. You're white. Um, so next, we find out what the Boogie Knights have been trying to pay for is Disco is still hurt from when they lost the tag, or when they won the from tag won titles the in tag titles, yeah. So it's Evan Courageous and Jamie Noble against them, but they've hired the, the Harris brothers. So it's Alex Wright and Big Ron. Yeah. Versus Evan and, and uh, Jamie Noble. And the match itself, like, wasn't bad. It was there. It, it was, was just right. literally just, like, a tag match. Yeah. Of course, it had the old uh, Harris Brothers switcheroo. His sweet H-bomb. Sweet H-bomb on, on Jamie, Jamie Noble. Noble. Yep. Which then led us to remember, to remember, like, remember we used to do a count of H-bombs, like, per show? We, we counted NWO themes yep. and H-bombs. And H-bombs. And there were a lot. A lot. Yeah, there was one show where there was, like, six NWO themes. Yep. Um, and then different, then, different times. Mark Madden <laughs> said, <Huh. laughs> "Could you imagine if the Germans had the H bomb fifty, 50 years, years ago?" <laughs> and then we just stared at each other like, for a long time. <laughs> wow, that's a dark fucking joke. That was crazy. But what if they did? <laughs> what if they did? Different war, brother. Really different, different war, war, brother. Imagine if, like, Einstein hadn't hadn't left and Oof. they forced him to do stuff. If they had kept Einstein and Werner von Braun. <laughs> yeah, and Ava Braun. And Ava They did keep Ava Braun. <laughs> well, she stayed under her own choice, but... Um, yeah, yes. Who, what? Okay. Hypothetical. Who's Fa- to say? What's not to say? Fantasy booking. Let's ask Dr. Drake. Fantasy book world War. Kelly's here and we've ruined his fucking life. No way. Actually, what time oh, is it's it? It's almost seven. It is almost seven. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, oh, I gotta go let him in. This is, He's gonna be so mad. This is... Dearest podcast listeners... And a terrible... Be aware that in multiple seconds, you are going to hear a very angry Kelly Lillian This Summers. is a horrendous turn of events. See, what I think... 
is the worst part of this, is I'm going to have to list Kelly in the credits for this episode, which I was not planning on doing, and I'm not happy about. So I don't, I don't know what what I'm going to do. Can you, can you guys hear that dog barking, or is that just me? Somebody shake that dog. Yeah, you no, know, you guys can definitely hear that. Dog loses its goddamn mind every time Kelly comes, because Kelly smells like a dog. <laughs> Fucking... Shake that dog. Shake the dog? Yeah. Shakes the clown. F- fucking dog. Okay, let's try to be killing you as less angry as possible. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> then we saw that amazing sign in the crowd. Nash and DDP come out, and somebody has a <laughs> sign that says, Nash and DDP, the perfect team. But. <laughs> they spelled perfect. P-E-R. F-E-T. F-E-T. But then realized their mistake. <laughs> and then just drew a C over And drew a C over the, over the T and, and then, then another the T. T. They didn't get a new piece of poster board <laughs> and start again. Also, like, the choice of capitalization in that sign was insane. Like, some words were all... Ca- Oh, there was a gunshot. Gun- <laughs> oh, Kelly's down. Someone just shot Kelly in the heart. <laughs> Good riddance. Yeah, all, everything was capitalized except for parts of perfect. Yeah. And at first we thought it was like Nash, but the S was a dollar sign. For sure that was what it was. That makes yeah. sense. But then we thought the C was like the C a and perfect sign. was a cent sign, oh. but no, that, <laughs> no it was... It, it, it was it, a fuck it, up. It just used to be a T. Perfect. Um... So then we get a Nash and DDP promo where they just make constant references to Scott Hall. Uh, we, which... we, are, we are entering month nine <laughs> of, of no trying Scott to Hall. get Scott Hall back where he is never coming back. Yeah. Um, so then the National Born Thrillers come out and they say that they're going to get their rematch eventually. And then Nash and Paige are like, just fucking do it now. Stop being a fucking pussy. Yeah. Uh, Don't be a batch. The, the match was nothing. Nothing. And then just all of the natural controllers came out. Forgot and, it happened. And beat them up with bats. Yeah. So, like, it was nothing. Man, I I might have, like... Had a stroke and not watched that match? Blacked out during this. I remember no, I remember nothing after them talking. Yeah, it was uh, the, the Wolfpack theme played, and they were like, oh, maybe this is Scott Hall. Like, who's that yeah, guy? Yeah, I remember that. And then the natural controllers came out with Mike Sanders. I was still awake then. And still then they good. Said, cut their promo, and they said, let's have the match. Yeah. The match was nothing. Did I don't... He hit a diamond cutter. No, no. Remember then? I, I don't. And then when they were brawling in the hall... <laughs> I truly don't. They were brawling in the rampway, and then Mark Madden went like, wait, who's that coming wait, down the entranceway? <laughs> I mean, he didn't make pig noise. But he said, who's that coming down the entranceway? And he goes, oh, never mind, it's nobody. That's when I came back. <laughs> But in between, <laughs> nothing. I remember that uh, joke. That was actually funny. Man, man. Jeff Jarrett twice. Jeff Jarrett made me laugh twice for Madden real twice. on this. And Mark Madden made me laugh oh, once. This it's is a bad an day. It's interesting a bad day. It's a bad episode. Day. Um, so up next we get uh, Singles Theme Reno. Which you never heard. When it started playing, we're like, what the it fuck like is a, this? It sounded like a Limp Biscuit knockoff. It, it sounded like a, like a, a, a... My generation. Like a MIDI of my generation. 8-bit yeah. <laughs> eight, um, my generation. Yeah, we, we got Reno versus Goldberg. Uh, yeah. Which was, like, it was just Goldberg match. Goldberg squashed him. Reno tried to go for the roll of the dice. And Goldberg just, like, shoot, picked him up. That was cool. Like, Goldberg was, like, bent backwards and just stood up with him onto his shoulder. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. I don't think I've actually seen that before. I've seen someone do, like, a snapmare from that. Yeah. Or or they they turn their body while in the reverse DDT. But just stood up. Just stood (laughs) straight up. With the guy on his shoulder. No problems. Like, it was nothing. Um, And then afterwards, uh, Luger came out and (laughs) hit a... But... 
hey, hey, <laughs> so, hey. So let's not gloss over Goldberg the thing was, that happened. Goldberg was taunting at the ropes towards the hard cam. Yep. Luger slid in the ring. Because he's a pro. He knows what the camera is. Hard cam. Um, like, you were definitely yelling at some guys about the hard cam. Well, Steiner, for one. If you're going to put the guy in the if Steiner If you're going to end a guy's career... do it towards the fucking camera. If you're going to end a career, yeah. maybe face the I hard mean, cam. unless you don't care about the guy whose career you're ending. Unless you don't um, care about the race of the guy whose career you're ending. I mean, he is black, so. Scott Steiner doesn't care, care about, about black people. people. Mm. Um... So he's looking at hard cam, doing his... Uh, Luger comes in behind him and... <laughs> hits him with a chair. Hits him with a chair, which both of you thought... You, you and me thought... <laughs> both, 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 of, both, both of me? Both of you and one of me. <laughs> All of us? Both of the us. The three of us. Three double of us. force guts. <laughs> oh, force oh it's the number... The <laughs> such, a, such a reference that nobody, but maybe even me knows. That GEW promo for back... Oh, Kelly's probably seen it. The GEW promo for Backyard Fest 10... Um, uh, Matt, Matt Shock, Nasty Russ, professional wrestler mm-hmm. of the Jollyville Fuckets, oh, Midwestern superstar, and Nick Thorne. Oh, is this the, the number 23? The number 23. Yeah. But my favorite line is, because they're just making all these like dumb like two and three over there, is like, they're, <laughs> the two of us are friends, and there's three of us. <laughs> That's fair, because uh, you're friends with yourself, and there's three of us. Exactly. Um... So, so Luger hits Goldberg with a chair. Goldberg doesn't sell it. Because you and I thought we were no, he was no-selling it. Yeah. One, one thousand, two... Ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was... But, but, like, crazy. He made contact. Like, you could see him hit Goldberg. Yeah, it wasn't like... So why did Goldberg take a second and a half... Did he... To re, like, did he think, oh, he needs to hit me harder, so I'm gonna wait for a second Or he's shot? like... Or was he originally planning to not sell it, and then he's like, ah, what the hell, I'll throw ah, my bone. I'll throw this new kid a bone. Yeah. This <laughs> young up-and-comer up Lex, Lex Luger. Luger. This not-at-all-frail old man <laughs> Lex Luger. Now, to, who will be in a wheelchair within months Even of this. though he's frail, he's bigger he's than huge. Goldberg. He's huge. Yeah. And he got him up for the torture rack no problem. He did yank him up really. And like, had him yeah. up there for a while. Because he does heavy things. So Goldberg's a heavy thing. Goldberg is a heavy thing. <laughs> he's bulky. Um, so we go to the back. We have a Filthy Animals promo about Ray wrestling Jarrett. Where Ray refers to Jeff Jarrett as Gomer Pyle. Yeah. Real topical reference Which, in 2000. If it was current WWE, I would say, oh, it's another case of, like, the writers and Vince making these dated references that no one would actually make, but guys were probably doing their own promos in yeah. WWE 2000, so... Oh, really? You think somebody was writing their promos? I don't think they were any They writers. were absolutely doing their own promos. Yeah. Bro, but it, just go out there and do what you feel, bro. But it's, yeah. but yeah. it's weird go, that, like... A fairly young Rey Mysterio yeah, was Rey, is like making twelve at that point. <laughs> I mean, he he looked yeah, he looked like a no, he looked fucking stupid. He looked like a fourteen year old girl. He looked fucking <laughs> dumb. Rey Mysterio in two thousand is maybe the dumbest looking wrestler. It's oh, horrible. With his, his pleather overalls, oh, he go- he's, he's got a goatee now. Go- goatee. And he dyed his hair red to match the oh, horns. Fuck, yeah, that. pleather zebra print overalls. Oh, he he would have been and horns that to his credit seem. So like inconvenient to wrestle with and like to wrestle against. Like, how do you not get poked by them? Never came off. He stuck those on so good. Every time I see him in those pleather overalls, I think he's getting ready for water sports. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was twenty six. Twenty six. So twenty six year old in two thousand making Gomer Pyle references. I mean, a twenty six year old Mexican. Unless Jeff Jarrett was like, "Hey, you should call me Gomer Pyle." I Maybe. love that show growing up. <laughs> I still love it now. It's the only thing I watch. Um... But yeah, I mean that fucking that was so dumb. Uh, so then, which brings us to the worst booked match of two thousand. 
No, it was a match before that. Okay. It was uh, Bam Bam and Hugh Morris. Um, but it was Hugh Morris not wearing MIA gear. He was back to just well, regular. It, it, no, it was Hugh Bam Bam Morris versus gear. General Rection. General Rection. But, but General Rection was wearing full, full Hugh Morris, Morris gear. gear. No. And, and Madden was calling him Hugh Morris. Yeah. Even though Shivani kept saying his name's General Rection. Yeah. And he goes, ah, Hugh Morris, it's the same thing, same guy. Yeah. Like, just they're, straight up wrecking the They're character. just trying to, like, Backdoor humorous back into it. Yeah. Because um, they're pretty much done with MIA. And again, like, and again, like this match, well, number one, they totally lied about weight because they okay, said. Okay. Let's get Kelly to guess. Sure. Humorous and Bam Bam, what yeah. are their announced weights? Uh, I'm going to say humorous is like 345. Okay. And Bam Bam? Bam Bam's like four. Like four, four twenty. Pretty, four twenty. <laughs> Smoke if you got him. Um, you pretty close. Accurate. They, pretty close. They were announced as three twenty and over four hundred. Okay, but like Which, both of those are too yeah, high. They're, 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 but but even even if those are high, like there isn't an eighty pound gap between Bam Bam and Hugh Morris. Yeah, like they're both very pretty similar down. in body size. I said they're probably two seventy and three twenty. Shoot. Yeah. yeah shoot. Two eighty, three thirty. Yeah. yeah. But like to to think that you look at them in the ring together, yeah. and you're implying there's an eighty pound weight limit, yeah, like that's ridiculous. They're not eighty pounds apart. Mm-hmm. Like Bam Bam's heavier, yeah, but Hugh Morris isn't exactly a spry chicken. Hugh's thick. He's a thick boy. A spry you chicken. Know, you know, we we <laughs> we're gonna have to wrap this up and get you your medal. You're you to say a spring chicken. No, it's spry chicken. You're okay. sundown. Chicken. Yeah. chicken, chicken. <laughs> Chickens out of spry. We gotta, know. we gotta put you to bed. We're gonna play games under the house. <laughs> Monstering. Yeah, my... <laughs> um, so, so the match was nothing. It was okay. Bam Bam power, just straight up power bomb. Power bomb Morris. It was. Oh, pretty by the impressive. way, we got, we got to tell you about the best thing we saw in AAA today. But, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, just straight up power bomb. Like they didn't think he was gonna get him up. And he got him up like. Kind of no problem. Yeah, no, it was but good. But then, of course, the ending had the fucking wall run down with a table. Yes, the Hugh and the wall are the faces. The faces. So it takes a two-on-one distraction. By faces to, to beat, beat Bam Bam. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the match was nothing, whatever. Then we get to the worst book wrestling match of the year 2000, if yeah. not. If you thought... Two, like, 20 years of wrestling. If you thought a second face distracting a heel was bad, watch Jarrett versus Rey Mysterio. <laughs> this match... Where Jeff Jarrett, the heel, was working as the baby face against Rey Mysterio and the Filthy Animals. The faces. The faces. It was nothing but Conan, Kidman, and Tigress running constant interference in front of the ref. Conan clotheslined Jeff Jarrett straight up in front, in front of, of the ref. ref. Tigress, Tigress did uh, the Bronco Buster and then stayed, and stayed in position there. and then waved at Ray, who then did the... Bronco Buster into the back of Tigress into Jeff Jarrett. So he fucked her ass uh, while Jarrett, Jarrett ate her out yeah, and, and also, also fucked Ray in the ass. ass. Oh. Yeah. But then, yeah, there, there is nothing was, but interference. It was a disgusting Ouroboros. Um, <laughs> and then Jeff Jarrett almost overcame the... Odd yeah, the, he almost valiantly <laughs> overcame everything. Until yeah. he just got the guitar and hit right with the guitar. Like, and got disqualified. Yeah, and yeah, then I'm, got disqualified. I'm Prune Tracy. <laughs> yeah, he, it, was a, it was very Prune Tracy. But, like, the referee saw Conan hit the clothesline. Yes. Saw Tigress get in the ring. Yes. Saw Ray and Kidman try to do a double t- clothesline. 
and then disqualifies them for using the guitar. Well, they've yeah. always been in... Like, their placement is awful every time... Oh, the referee's here. placement in this... They was just don't give a shit anymore. Terrible. Like, By yeah. the way, you're a fucking referee. Anyways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we did say... Uh, <laughs> that Jarrett overcomes the odds. They had it in the crowd. They mm. had slap nut boulevard signs. Like street they signs. Like street signs. And I said to Scott, like, do you think anyone's ever, like, you know, at that time, like, took down their street sign and put that up on their street oh, yeah. sign? And he's like, oh, <laughs> and I said, yeah, in Memphis or something. <laughs> oh, and then I was like, yeah, they probably replaced the sign for Beale Street Beale with street. it. Which, of course, prompted Drew to say, if slap nuts boulevard could talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw Chuckle pretty good at that one. It was good. Um, if we titled episodes, that would be the title. Yeah. I will use it in the description. Yes. <laughs> Remind me. Um, so then that, that goes to the main event, which was Scott Snyder's uh, title against Stevie Ray's career. Yeah. Uh, which we were really looking forward to until Stevie, Stevie Ray. Ray got blown up. He got 30 seconds so blown match. up. Whoa. So and hard. the match went he has not been, five or six He minutes. has not been wrestling a lot lately. Uh, I would say and that was his like only match of the second half of 2000. Yeah, and it showed. Oh, he he, he got blown up he got, so he's not, he's not a, show me that. He's not a oh, quick one and, to begin with. And he had oh, like the best... Like, he went to throw a kick into the midsection of Steiner that Steiner was supposed to catch, yeah. but Stevie Ray just, like, didn't get his leg high enough. So, st- so Steiner reached for it, and there was like, no leg there. Stevie Ray <laughs> didn't throw his leg high enough for Steiner to catch at waist level. Um, And then, there, yeah, and so there was one where, like, I think Steiner bent down so that Stevie Ray could telegraph it, but Stevie Ray wasn't, like, running fast enough yeah. off the ropes, so then he just, like, walked over and grabbed him. He then gave him the, like, uh, is it the slap nut? What's it called? The slap jack. Slap jack. But it was just a pedigree. But it was just a pedigree. There was, like, no elevation Yeah, like, it. he just sort of just, like, went hook, Oh, hook, and, and then like, whatever Bleh. happened after that, I do not understand. Oh, and, yeah. He so went, Stevie he, Ray hit, hit his finisher hit on his Steiner. his finishing move. Sort of pinned him with one not arm. even like put his hand on him and then, and then just, took and started, it off and started getting up so the ref went one. one and then was like oh it was a one count like he <laughs> so it's like Stevie Ray couldn't decide if he wanted to do the pin or not and then Stevie goes up for a moonsault off the top rope I I think seeing how tired he was he's like if I pin him I'm gonna have to keep I'm gonna have to shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then Stevie gives up on pinning his opponent after hitting his finisher decides to go up for the big Stevie Ray moonsault <laughs> so you know noted it. move that he does Medeja pushes him off the top rope I think the ref sees it uh, Steiner puts him in the recliner uh, opposite, opposite hard, cam, hard cam so you can see both their backs Stevie Ray uh, passes, passes out and his career is over so would you like to know what Stevie Ray did at the end of 2000? I would love to. Uh, so, the last Nitro we would have seen him on was in July. Okay. He wrestled Jeff Jarrett. Cool. He then uh, wrestled... Pretty much whenever someone is feuding with Booker T, yes. they have a match with Stevie on Nitro. Uh, that's not true. Sorry. We saw a, a in September oh. when they were doing the War Games qualifiers on Nitro where he wrestled Booker. Oh, Remember yes. they didn't want yes. to, but they made them. Yeah, and it went two minutes. Yeah, he then wrestled a ton of thunder. So he wrestled <laughs> okay. a handicap against Chronic. He wrestled as the masked heel versus Vince Russo. He then wrestled. All right. <laughs> he then wrestled Scott Steiner on a on a thunder in in uh, September. Huh. And then this match. Interesting. Yeah. So he legit hasn't wrestled in like two and a half months. No. Yeah. Uh, and then after WCW, he wrestled exclusively in Australia. 
where he wrestled a series of matches against Jerry Lawler. Awesome. So, Stevie Ray, you suck. Anyways, so, the end of this match, obviously, was the uh, culmination of the reveal of of who Scott Steiner's elite opponent would be at Starcade. Steve Austin. Steve Austin, The The Rock, Rock. and this guy. Yeah. So, as soon as the match was over, this guy's theme music hit, and, like, we we deduced... We figured out who it was. Who it was, but as soon as the music hit, it was... Bum. 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 Big Fuck Sid Vicious. Chest pounds. Fist make, bumps. Making his fucking return for the softball first time. Softball season is over, softball, baby. Softball, no, spring, summer season is summer over. over. Fall season hasn't started yet. Sadly, I bet you he's not playing softball for a while. He might be a little bit. <laughs> uh, so he comes out wearing a fucking faux turtleneck. He's wearing uh, his, and his And his vest. <laughs> he's wearing his classic leather vest. Over a long-sleeved mock turtleneck. mock turtleneck. And it shows off the air. And, it was, and he looks so fucking fat. It made <laughs> it him look yeah. terrible. He was puffy. I know you like that word. Puffy, yeah. Like puffy pussies and puffy, <laughs> puffy Sid Vicious's. But, uh... He, oh yeah, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was how Nitro went off the air. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we've gone two hours. Second A-E-Dub. Night. A-E-Dub. 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 Second A-E-Dub. night. A-E-Dub. Second night, Kelly. Do I? Say goodnight, Kelly. Goodnight. Kelly. Kelly. There you go. 